Hello. Morning. Good morning. Today I wanted you to be late. <laughs> and I you weren't. Like, I know. I was like, I'm going to send you a message that I'm ready, and you're going to be like 10 minutes late. Damn. I was reading a good comic. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you didn't want to stop. Yeah. Comic interrupt us. That comic I that say. I, it took me forever to find. Ooh. And thanks to uh, Ryan Drost of Star Joe's, he found it for me. Ah, he came out to your storage unit and dug no, through all your boxes. No, it was a back issue it. I was trying to track down. Ah. He told me a trick. He said, when you're searching eBay, you might not always find what you want. Search Google. <laughs> and it worked. I was trying to find Avatars number two. You search Google and... Oh, because some, some random site might be selling it? Well, some eBay. It'll, it'll, it was an e a link back to oh. eBay, but you can't okay. find it in its own search engine. Okay. <laughs> Google search engine is better than I guess eBay. that's what he's saying. In this case, it worked. So. Oh, good tip there. Yeah. The, the, our, our listeners are getting their money's worth from their Patreon. Well, this is an exclusive Patreon only. Oh, episode. it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're recording this in January. Yeah. Twenty twenty. So we'll it'll drop to the and public probably sometime later this year in July or August. Yeah, August. <laughs> but it'll be encrypted too. They'll have to get the encryption, <laughs> the that's, key to decrypt it. And that's only available from the NFT, I believe. Yeah. One of the NFTs you have to buy. You have to go to Martin's store and buy the NFT <laughs> to unlock the key. Unlock the key to decrypt the, <clears throat> the, code. the podcast that was recorded eight months ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but now, after all your hard work, you've been rewarded by, a, by finding out about Google. <laughs> yeah. We I've been looking for this book for secret. at least over a year, and I, like, I haven't been able to find it. And, really? Uh, that, well, I, I don't know. Looking it's or it's, it's it one of those it? books. Well, I was actively looking in like Mile High and yeah, my usual Atomic Avenue and eBay and, and of course, my comic shop. That's my go-to mm -hmm. in not finding it. And then I posted on Twitter and Facebook, and sure enough, he found it for me, and I bought it immediately. I was like, I want that. Ah, very nice. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I have any of that series. I never heard of that series. Well, it's only two issues. I've never heard of that lengthy series. <laughs> oh, so I interrupted you, like, right as the payoff. Well, uh, what is the... The God of Wine, Dionysus, or what is sounds, his name? Good. Something like that. Good enough. He he was uh he was getting the he was cruising on the river Styx so he could betray Hades, and uh, the river man he was getting drunk because the the gods are gonna have to turn on Zeus because Zeus is turned into his father. And he's going to cause the destruction of the world. So Wait, are you talking about the next Thor movie? Or are you talking about the comic book you read? I'm talking about 
avatars. Oh, I thought you were talking about the next Thor movie. Well, they could use it. <laughs> It'd be more interesting. <laughs> I didn't know Avatar did uh, gods. It's gods, but it's also like Threshold and Pandora. It, it's like a crossover event of all their properties. Yeah. Oh, so that was their big, uh, big event back in... Yeah. What year was that published? 2003? Yeah, somewhere around there. Let me see. I'll look at the Indicia. What does it say? I have to take my glasses off to read it. 1998. Ah, I was going to get my first guess was going to be 97. I should have known it was before. This is when Faust was being published there. Uh, 777. Threshold, Pandora. Threshold had a huge run, and I don't own any of them. Let me... Yeah, my uh, early avatar is weak. Raw Media has a few of those. I think 97, 90... That's when I was not getting weekly comics. That's when you were all into girls, remember? Like, you were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was right uh, after. Uh, <laughs> it was two years after I got married, so. <laughs> 1997. Two years after you got married. <laughs> Wait, when did I get married? No, that's before I got married. Yeah, that's when I was into girls. That was two years after I, I got my, my dates wrong. Two years after I started my job. Oh, so yeah, that was 1997. Was there you go. Young employed. That's when I became a, a permanent employee. Is in 97. <laughs> <laughs> so, were yeah. you on loan before then, or in trial? I was a contractor before that. Well, there you go. So yeah, that was and a big like, year for me. This guy's good. Let's let's scoop him up and pay him less. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but give him benefits. Yeah. Which I now take advantage of. There you go. Now you're rich. <laughs> and I still don't make as much no, as I did uh, when I was a contractor. I'm interested in the pre-crossed um, avatar. I've been trying to get as much as I can. What was I looking up threshold? I do have threshold number 11. Ah. <laughs> I don't think I have any of them. I think I have a Pandora. <laughs> but I was looking at the run for Threshold. I was trying to see if I could scoop up a full run on eBay. No way. But uh, like even on uh, my comic shop, they're hard to find. Like you could find a, like maybe eight issues, but I think it's over 30 issues. Well, our only hope is that Avatar finds a bunch in their basement and blows them out through <clears throat> through Diamond. Yeah, there might be something Impacts. I buy this week. There is a something older I was gonna possibly get because yeah. the new previews came out. Ooh, I'm excited! I won't be able to record on the next episode because I'll be on vacation. You can record on vacation. That's fine. I can't. <laughs> I will be out of internet range. Ooh. Camping. 
I will be out of camping. Oh, you're going to the space station. There you go. You're doing. You're gonna do one of the. I'm going with uh, Elon Musk. Elon trips Musk to the uh, yep. out in orbit. That's right. Ooh, fancy. Okay. And I can't record next weekend because that's C2E2, I believe, is next weekend. Oh, boy. Are you going all the days or just one again? C2E2, I usually do two days. Ah. I usually do Friday and Sunday and skip Saturday. You hear that, listeners? If you're there, you could go grab some ass. You guys go, we'll be there. (laughs) Yes. Don't even Probably. say who you are. Just go pinch his ass. <laughs> and hope it's the right person. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, just say, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that ass looked familiar. I thought that ass looked familiar as you're escorted <laughs> out of the convention. <laughs> just like the banana, the banana lady that you like so much. C2E2. That was, I believe that was Nick's. <laughs> Nick Wetmore from Nerdy Legion. Oh, yeah, that's Nick Wetmore. He was into the banana lady. The banana lady. <laughs> well, if, if we can't record, <clears throat> we might have to do a quick previews one sometime. Or I guess we could just do it the weekend after. Yeah, we'll have to see. It'll play just be by late. Ear. It'll be late when nobody can place their orders anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And the next previews has come is. out. You can always email your store and say, "Please, I need this. I heard all about it on Geek Brunch." And That's sounds, right. Uh, we could be final order cutoffs now. <laughs> That's right. The FOC. I bought the first appearance of Hercules, too. That was pretty I saw you good. post that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's good timing that you buy these things right as they go up in value a lot. No, it's going to go up even more. All he has is a little half a, half a, a minute mention, clip. Yeah, a mention in a 10-second. Yeah, pretty soon he'll be in Thor 5, and he'll have more. Yeah. It'll just keep going up. I figured it had already gone up because the fans know about it now. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't have it. But it's Journey of it's because it's Journey into Mystery. Yeah. Annual number one. Not Thor annual. Oh, is it an annual? Yeah. Interesting. Man. And I have you... Hercules all over this house. Like, I have his statues. I have his action figures. <laughs> I have his Eagle Moss. And I don't have many Eagle Moss uh, Marvel ones. I only have, like, Nighthawk, Son of Satan, Hercules, and Hellcat. And that's it. Yeah, I was you ver- didn't have very. Yeah, I didn't have his first appearance. It's, like, caught me off guard. Of course, I didn't get a 9.8. 
It's like a 4.0, but it was good enough for me. Yeah. <clears throat> I picked up a... Uh, I actually placed a... For the first time in a long time, I placed a, a Mile High Comics. Wow, there must order. have been something you were looking for that wasn't on, on my comic shop. There was. I managed well, what... to. I got one of my missing spawns. Oh. And it was uh, it's two forty five, which it, it's one of my missing spawns that's not a uh, homage cover, but it's still super expensive. But. Mile High had it in fine condition for, I can't remember how much it was, $40, I think. But then they had like their San Diego Comic-Con deal going on where it was, I can't remember, 40% off, 60% off. I don't remember which it was. So Two, it was like, 245 Yeah, 245 God, I don't have that one either. That has the... The clown on the cover? Yeah, it has a clown on the cover. Uh, a McFarlane clown on the cover, even. So I ended up getting it for, yeah, I think it was like 16 bucks. So I'm like, yeah, that's a run I need to get. I need to get issues 240 to 245. And then I need 249. And then I think I have everything. But there, no, there's some, there's something in the 130s I'm missing too. Let's see. But I need 240. Ugh, those are the expensive ones I need. A low print run. 240, 242. I need 160. I'm missing 159 through 169, except I have like two issues in between. <clears throat> so after that I'll have a full run so I'm, I'm missing, missing some of the Brian Haberlin uh, David Hines stuff yeah. and then the, the some Simon of that stuff Str you should be able Downsky. to get not too bad prices yeah I kind of lost my focus but uh, I lost my focus on good stuff like I'm getting a lot of keys so it's good I'm only Avatars missing... isn't but <laughs> I'm only missing 10 issues of Spawn now. 10 issues. You're closer than me. But I think I have a lot of those homages, and those are expensive. Yeah, there's a couple that are... Yeah. Never, I'm never going to... You're going to have to whore yourself around at C2E2. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get my ass You're out gonna there. You're going to have to do your Robert Downey Jr. less than zero impression. Yeah, because all the... Oh, yeah. yeah, there's some of the 200s that... That's when the homages were there. It's going to be a hazy shade of winter for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get dark. It's going to get rough C2E2. What if I come away with it with spawns? <clears throat> You're going to have to bite the bullet and go into the three digits. Yeah, I mean... I guess there's the at this point it's the thrill of the hunt, even though I may never find them. Yeah. 
Your odds aren't good. Not I mean, I could these. go out and just buy them all and be done and be raise my hands in victory, but something more rewarding about about fa failing, can... failing miserably, <laughs> failing. and never having it. <laughs> Always wanting it and never actually yeah, actually having it. it. It's kind of better. It saves your marriage. <laughs> yeah, because you figure, well, ten comics at a hundred bucks each, a thousand bucks I could finish my spawn. Yeah. But then I'm like, do I really want to? Would I rather have a thousand bucks? Probably. Probably. Do I really need to finish my spawn? I'm not in any rush to finish it. It'd be nice <laughs> to finish it. When you're like 92, I did it, and then you're you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be your climax. <laughs> my heart. You'll have completed your way to hell. <laughs> I'm now a hell spawn. I did it. That's right. Now I can die. I know what's on the other side. You're on a highway to hell. So we hardly have anything to talk about today. This could be like a short episode. You didn't pick much. In terms of the comics. Yeah, you yeah. didn't pick much. I didn't pick much. You didn't pick anything. I picked uh, the horror I comics. Picked, yeah, I picked it on, on. And I picked the image, and I picked uh, Endangered. I don't even know if you got that. I did, but we mentioned we picked those on the show somehow. No, Endangered, we didn't. I threw that in. No, it, what we did mention on the show. Did we? Go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I had it in my. I had it a note, note on my computer that, and it had that in there. So. Interesting. I didn't have it. it in my notes. <laughs> you so you picked it twice? I wow. picked it twice. Wow, you really wanted to read it. Well, I picked it twice because the one of the artists had tell me to check it out, so the artist of the book, and I was like, "Okay, I have it here." And before I take it to the storage unit, I'll pull it. So I I I pulled it before I it. took it to the storage unit. Unfortunately, I didn't pull number 2 before I took it. I took all my books yesterday morning to the storage unit i'm trying to do a different okay. mechanism like i collected may through may through august of all my indies and took them and i labeled them may through august 2022 so i should be able to find them easier like i know those boxes and i know the time frame yeah. So I should be able to to find them. So what's what's the new part of it? The labeling? Yeah, I didn't label anything. Now now I know when I'm taking it, I'm taking it in Yeah, you in know the, the range date in the, range, so. the date ranges that they came out in my uh DCBS orders. Right, so you can look up a book and see Yeah, what I month could say, Oh, that's there. Know which box it's in. And you and are these boxes... some old stuff, man. I think you pick One Hit Wonder. That was like from from like 1992. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I don't think I One Hit Wonder. Did I pick that? That was old. I don't remember what I picked. What do you pick mean that. it's not One Hit Wonder? You said that. Like that. I just don't remember. 
You don't even remember what it's about, and you picked it. I don't even remember reading it. I think you're lying <laughs> about this one-hit wonder. Well, I have proof. I could put it on Twitter right now. <laughs> Is this a comic let me, book? Let me, let me go to messages and see what Bill told me. Bill told me. <laughs> so far, just variance, mindset, and I'm reading. Oh, gunning for the hits. Oh, yeah, gunning for the hits. Why did I think One Hit Wonder? Hey, That's what also a comic book. <laughs> did you read it? One Hit. What is One Hit Wonder? Oh, One Hit Wonder. I remember that comic. Yeah. I don't think I read it, though. I mean, I remember when it came out. Well, let me check my Twitter. It was Image. But you yeah, said I Gunning for the Hits. Yeah, Gunning for the remember. Hits. I did read that. Oh, from 2019? Oh, good. Uh, good luck me finding this thing. You already read it, though, didn't you? I don't think I did. No, I didn't. You didn't? No, I know I didn't read this. When I saw it, I, I thought one hit wonder. I don't know why. And I said, oh, I read that. <laughs> this Whew. is Jeff. I'm glad my brain Ruby is. and Moritat. Didn't fail me. Yeah, I finally. It's 2019, been sitting, man. The trade sitting there since 2019. Um, I finally said I gotta read this thing. It's been on my to-read pile because I really wanted to read it. It's almost a decade old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing you're not a mathematician or a scientist. <laughs> Good thing you're. This could almost computers. be on Geek Brunch Retrocast. <laughs> <laughs> True. I'll have to call the other guys up. I guess we're be doing my... a retro cast. <laughs> Don't we do a retro review on the show? <laughs> there I, you go. Retro review. We did review. for like two or three episodes. This is my retro pick. And why did you say I would have read it? I, I, I swear I thought you had read it. I swear I've read One Hit Wonder. Not Gunning I, for the Hits. Why did I you type you read that One Hit Wonder? Out. I thought you read Gunning for the Hits when it came out because we liked number one so much. I, I know you read at least number two reading. or three. I don't even think I read number one. You for sure did. This is the one about the... It's about a... I'm going to go search this thing real quick. <laughs> and if it doesn't show up, then I know you're wrong. <laughs> I know I'm right. It's about a music executive. So the first issue is this music executive holds this concert in this like far out dingy bar. <laughs> You read it. I didn't. What? Oh, I guess I did read it. You 100% read it. Cause we, and we talked about the back matter. Because the back matter in the first issue talks about the writer and his <laughs> history in the my, music industry. Look at my notes for this. It says a record producer wants to sign a very talented musician where yes. his demanding girlfriend wants $6 million plus other plus other depends such as suck her boyfriend's dick while she watches <laughs> why would i have written that down yes that's a good description of it <laughs> while he is contemplating the act to make a lot of money he breaks down in his mind all the things being done and what will happen to the artist if he signs oh i remember this now at the end he ends up pulling out a gun on them Back Matter was wonderful as it goes through the writer's music and comic history 
as he was an agent for David Bowie. There you go. I took good notes on that, huh? That was good. Those are very good notes. Those are far better than the notes I made. <laughs> than you did? <laughs> I can't believe I wrote, she wants to watch her boyfriend suck. suck that was a suck. yeah. That was a critical point in the first <laughs> I'm like, issue. That, that was what the story was about. It was about dick sucking. <laughs> <laughs> the most important scene was when he... And that's why Bill said, I have to buy the trade. (laughs) I didn't read anything but number one. I I had thought you had read at least number two. Wow, 2019 might be downstairs. It really could be. (laughs) Because I I think in 2020 is when I started moving stuff over. It could be. I don't know. So you failed the audience. We could be discussing David we, Bowie. We could be, but I... Dick sucking. I at least have all the back matter that you don't in that trade paperback. <laughs> <laughs> the trade does have some back matter, but I, I don't think it has the back matter. I'm not sure if it's the same back matter as was in the first issue. There you go. Because it does have an article on David Bowie's career. Yeah, but this his... one was like he was breaking down like who he liked and what he did, and this yeah, I was... think there was more in the in at least the first issue. Yeah, I don't know if the subsequent issues had additional back matter. I don't know <laughs> why I read your note. I have no clue why I read your note and you thought One hits, Hit Wonder. You hit, it's a hit and said, oh, clearly he's talking about One Hit Wonder. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I do I remember the cover for One Hit Wonder. It's like, who did it? It's like a very uh, detailed painted style. Uh, one <laughs> Maybe hit... I'm wrong. I have to look it up now. One Hit Wonder was Ariel uh, Oval. Ovi- yeah, that's Letty. the guy. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. His painted art. Olivetti. Yeah. They oh, pre-solicited this as another book, too. So that's how I thought you were reading it. Because it was Image, and then it moved over to something else. And I thought that's what you were covering, but I don't know. Oh, I don't so you're know like I gunning for dyslexics. the hips. That must be the renamed One Hit Wonder. I don't know what I was thinking. I read that. That is terrible that I didn't even try. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Man, that's the... You're like, oh, I read that. I'm just going to go try and find Avatars number two. Yeah, that's... Why, is this not... Why can't I find it on eBay? If there's only another way to search. Yes. Going so for much... the hits, enjoyable though. Well, well, tell us about it, man. I, I, I pretty much described more of the book than you did. That's because you were. Do you do you not know how to review a book without me? Is that the problem? Uh... <laughs> like, I'll I'll you... not give you anything. I was. I don't want to give away. I don't know if I would have given away. This the is like, 
this is like a 20 year old book just look 20 years you're not gonna think it is you're not gonna spot (laughs) you're not gonna spoil anything what year do you think it is do you think these people can actually go back and find this trade no (laughs) yes well let's go let's go to amazon.com right now still on the shelves their local stores amazon.com I am going to look right now for gunning for the hits. And if it's not here, you're going to spoil it. Because, yes, for most people, 2019 was not 20 years ago. Temporary out of stock. (laughs) There you go. Oh, shit, I could have read it, too, because it's included with your Comixology Unlimited that... It expires in August the 3rd. Like, my, I could have read this. Oh, man. It was your last chance, too. I could still read it. I have three days. <laughs> there you go. You can either go downstairs and read it, or you can just pull out your iPad and read it. So, yes, as I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, the, the uh, produce, music producer who's the main character, uh, sets up the show in this rinky-dink bar where there's only like maybe a handful of people in the audience for this, and he books this hot new talent. And the reason he does this is the next night they're playing like at a bigger place, but he wanted he wants to sign them. So he's, he signed them up for this nonsense show just so he could get them alone and sign them because he knew there'd be a bunch of other m- music producers at the big show. So as Mike said, he, he the uh, girlfriend of the lead singer, the lead singer is like the main talent in the band, and the his girlfriend knows it and knows how good he is, so she wants to set up this uh, elaborate deal with the producer and has a lot of uh contingencies or whatever that she wants to put in the contract one of them so she wants six million dollars which so the interesting thing about this is because the writer was a music producer there's a lot of kind of behind the scenes information in this and there's like a couple pages where it breaks down like how the music industry works and how finances work in the music industry and him giving a six million dollar deal to this band isn't. It's a six million uh, plus a blowjob isn't out of the question. <laughs> That's right. The six million is it's a risk for the music company, but not really because that money is going to come out of the money that the band makes. So as long as the band makes the six million, then the company isn't losing any money. So he basically breaks it down like how how the band makes money, how much money the band makes, how much money the music company makes, how much money he'll make. So it, it, it's interesting in just from a a nonfiction perspective, reading about how the music industry kind of works. And then yeah, one of the other contingencies of the deal is that the producer needs to give her boyfriend a a, a blowjob. But what she doesn't know is that the music producer used to be a hitman in a, before he became a music producer. So he just whips out guns and says, 
I can't even remember what he says. What he, he, he whips suck out guns. On they, they, yeah, says, suck, suck on this. Yeah, suck on this. Suck on this. And they say, okay, okay. So they end up signing with him. And then the rest of the book is kind of his uh, his rise to fame. And the other part of the book is there's a, a David Bowie analog character called something Slade. I can't remember what his first name was. Slade, run, run away. <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. Do you remember they did the original Come On, Fill the Noise, and then Quiet Riot did it, and then they blew up? Yeah, Quiet Riot, like, the their first, like, two or three hit songs were all covers, because they had the Mata Hoople cover as well. No, but Mental Health was original, wasn't it? Mental Health was original, yeah. And that's the one I really like. That's my favorite. That is a good one, but they, what were their other, I can't remember what their well, other. Well, Come On, Fill the Noise, Slade originally ran, did that one. Cause I, I, they, li- they might I like two Slade. Slade songs that they did. They, they did two. Black Cadillac, I think, was a remake. That was like probably their third big hit on the first album. I was a big Quiet Riot fan back in the day. So was I. So was I. Had all their. I actually still do have all their LPs. I have I hits. have their cassettes I think, but I was listening to them fairly recently, just on i Apple Music. So I, I, I like revisiting that yeah that that album again. <laughs> Come on, feel the noise. Well, I had a I had a, I had this badass concert shirt. I never yeah. went to their oh. concert. Never went to their concert. <clears throat> But this guy gave me, I don't remember what I traded. I I traded something, but I, it was amazing fantasy number 15. And he gave me a quiet riot shirt. (laughs) I I don't remember what I traded him, but it was coverless. So I remember this must've been 19. Let me, let me, let me try to guess the year. This was hot just by where I was in. He said 85, probably 84. It was either in 84 or 85 when this album came out. Because I remember distinctively I had this shirt. It was. And there was this. Which one? Mental Health? Mental Health, yeah. Yeah, that was 83. So when it hit, it must have been 85. I don't know. It it would have to be 80. It might have been 84. Yeah, it could have been 84. It could have been 84. Because that's when their next album came out. So yeah, it ha- it'd have to be 84. Because yeah. I remember it was gym class in this uh, Miss Raver's class. See, we were the were... perfect age. We're just well, like, I remember every. I, I remember everything. <laughs> it was gym class, PE class, and there was this girl named Marla, and she was well endowed. And uh, she loved that shirt so much that she would rub her body all over my shirt so like guess what i would do i would wear this fucking wear shirt, shirt every day almost every day <laughs> wow yeah i ended up Man. giving her the shirt but that was a big mistake i should have kept the shirt i know now you don't have a comic book you don't have the shirt but you do have the memory of all the, the but i have the rem- i have all the memories i have the all ma- the memories the, mam- yeah. the memories of the memories <laughs> the memories yeah 
Yeah, I was. I think I had a Quiet Riot shirt. Remember back in the uh, the early '80s, we we had those like three quarter length shirts where the body part was black and then the sleeves were white. Yeah. Whatever they're called. They're, the, they're like the baseball shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I had a. I think I had a Quiet Riot one. I know I had a Billy Idol one. What else? I had a few of them. I didn't have a lot of shirts, but I was big into heavy metal. Like, I was... That was my heavy metal years. My hair bands, anyway. It was before I, be, I became a new waver. I don't... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was... Because... Yeah, because, like, Depeche Mode and... Smiths and uh, New Order and all that were, like, later... Like, mid-80s. Yeah. Like 86 yeah, maybe. and I, I know how I got into those bands. That, that was my cousins. My cousins and Barb. Barb got me into a lot of the 80s stuff. Yeah. But I was already into it sort of because of my cousins. We'd go water skiing with my cousins. They lived the next street over, and all they listened to was like Duran Duran, Depeche Mode, and Tears for Fears, and Cure. all that stuff. I was big into that. Yeah, our music followed similar path then, because yeah, that's how I went. I went from me- metal, like Quiet Riot, Iron Maiden, Juice Priest, Sabbath. See, I never went that dark though. Yeah, I went like, a little I, darker. I, you went a little darker than I did. I stayed with like AC/DC, Van Halen. Um, I got into Ozzy, but. I yeah, wasn't real. I wasn't really into the Black Sabbath, which was Ozzy at one point. Yeah. Like, didn't didn't Black Sabbath have Dio and Ozzy as singers at one? Yeah, Dio. Time? Dio was after Ozzy. Ozzy was first. Yeah. And then Dio. So like. Yeah, I, you're I, you're more the. But I mean, I still like that I, stuff. I just like... I I never got into Iron Maiden, but I knew like their main songs. Like we almost burned a house down doing number of the beast but but <laughs> aces high was very popular they had a video for that <laughs> well run to the hills like yeah. i i knew i, I knew the major stuff but i didn't go outside of like what was being released on the radio yeah you does just that make heard... sense yeah and was, judas whatever priest played on the radio you'd listen to like there maybe two songs is all i yeah knew. i was never huge into judas priest but I was into all, Crocus. All I was bands. into Crocus. They, yeah, they had a good hit. They had a hit, couple of hit songs. <laughs> they were like kind of like ACDC. They reminded me of them at least. Yeah. Well, because the other thing, like at that period in time, that's when music videos were starting as well. So. Yeah, the music videos started more with the wave for me, though. Like the new wave. Like I, we got into MTV late. Um, yeah, but back before MTV, we had the local. The local video shows. But the local oh. video shows played like at late though. They were like after midnight or like, oh, like we had, ten o'clock. We had ones that played like in the like at four, like five o'clock. Oh no, I had to wait up. Oh long. man. My, one of my first videos. I mean, this will show you like how late I got into the videos. Was uh, I recorded it before I had MTV? But one of the first videos I, I would listen to over and over again was Red Skies at Night by the fix like mm-hmm. i had that recorded and i would just play it over and over yeah, over again. and over again <laughs> well we used to there was a there, so in toronto there was two video shows there was video hits and there was toronto rocks 
And I think Video Hits was one where you could call in and request the stuff, and they would play like the most requested videos. Yeah. So we used to call in. And I remember specifically calling in for <laughs> Def Leppard Pyromania. Oh my god. Like a lot because we wanted we we always wanted them to play that video. No, I, I just I, that that album I love so much. Like the, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Photograph like opened my eyes, and then the whole the whole album was good. Like. It was like yeah, I, I got into it for Pyromania, you know, Photograph, but everything was good. It, it was so good that I went and bought their old albums, you know. Yeah, high, high and dry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I went backwards. I was like, oh, these guys are fucking yep, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're alone. And then, then I, that's how I kind of discovered Rush, too, after that. Yeah, Rush for me was Tom Sawyer. Yeah, Tom um, Sawyer. That Tom was middle, is the, middle the gateway school, drug for Rush. <laughs> middle school was Tom Sawyer, and uh, I, my first dance, I danced to Black, Back in Black, <laughs> ACDC at a dance. Actually, I think my first Rush, I like, I mean, I can't remember if I heard Tom Sawyer first or Rush Signals was big when that came out, and I think that made the video world as well with the subdivisions. Subdivisions. In uh, high school. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I guess the '80s. You know, the '80s was new wave. I, I, don't, I don't know why I jumped in my mind, but I guess because we were talking about the '90s. But yeah, the, then I, after the, that, the I early '80s the... is when I was into rock, and then the late eight, the mid '80s is when I got 80s. into new new wave. Yeah, and then and I even cut 80s, my I hair. Into... Like I, I had to cut my hair. Like. Flock All, like flock of seagulls and stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> That's when I was uh, putting moose in my hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Got a moose back to hair. Yeah. Moose it up. And then I, and then ladies, I got into punk rock. It, the pu- punk rock was late high school for me. Very late high school. Because I, I remember this guy I hugged out, out with, his name was Joffy, and uh, he was real into the punk scene. He took me to my first uh, mosh pit, which I almost got killed because he didn't fucking tell me everybody wears combat boots. And, like, I was just... No, I was in the mosh pit and almost got like, killed with tennis shoes. And, like, I was so out of my element, but he was like, come on, check this out, and get in the mosh pit. And I was getting trampled on and had to dig my way out. But, yeah, he got me into the Sex Pistols and a lot of the the punk scene at I the think, time. I can't remember what my first... He took me to see Sid and Nancy, too. Like, yeah. he... Cause, Cause, that wasn't like a big opening theme. We had to go to like a college campus to watch it. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah. Smaller. I don't remember what my first intro was. It might have been. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, mine was I think senior year of high school when I started getting into that stuff. I remember I liked suicidal tendencies a lot. Yeah. I think there is a video for that too. Then <laughs> there's a couple like local, more local bands that used to play videos of of them. Black Flag. Yeah. Black Flag Descendants. The Creeps. 
I never liked the creeps. I like their artwork on their albums for sure. They had good album covers. Misfits. That was a big one back then. Interesting. The big one for me was the Sex Pistols, though, because I, I just like, I really got into them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they're good. Oh, they're, they're legends. They didn't have a lot of albums, though. Yeah, but I just got into their whole... They're supposed to be like something on Hulu or one of those stations about the Sex Pistols that I've been wanting to watch, but I haven't like gotten to it yet. Like a show? Yeah, like a, do, like a reenactment of it. Like yeah. a, a series. Johnny Rotten and Sid Vicious and what is it, Malcolm McClary and... <sighs> Yeah, Malcolm McLaren, uh, who wrote the wonderful Fashion Beast, co-wrote. There you go. The yeah. wonderful Fashion Beast. Wasn't he a producer of their stuff? T- I... Yeah, he was a producer. He wasn't yeah. in the band. Yeah. And he wrote the Fashion Beast movie script with Alan Moore. There you go. That was translated into a graphic novel by Anthony Johnson. And produced by the wonderful Avatar that we yes, kind of and brought up by Avatar. Full circle. God, that's such a good book. I got to read that book again. That was so good. (laughs) (laughs) I love that book. And everybody can join you because they can get Fashion Bees from Avatar now. Yeah, you can probably get it for five bucks. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) They had, did you see they had, well, you haven't seen the new previews, but they have a Pat Shan's, Warrior Nun trade for two ninety nine in the latest wow. uh, previews. That's a good there deal. There you go. That's a great deal. I already have those single issues though. But maybe I want it for my shelf. I don't know. The the DCBS doesn't seem to list them with the discount. Yeah, I noticed that. I have heard that some stores don't like to do it because they there's tried no, to do it before and they never no got ret- actually got there, they never there, actually got the discount from Avatar. Yeah, plus there's probably no return on investment. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, true. Like the ship, the shipping for a two nine two ninety nine trade is probably more than they're gonna make off the book yeah. in the first place. Yep. So the other uh the other uh I can't find it now. Oh, the other Slade song that Quiet Riot did was uh Mama, Mama we're all crazy. crazy now. Now. Wasn't that on their second one though? That was on, yeah, the second album. The second album, yeah. But they did have, bang your head. That was my favorite. That's mental health. Yeah, that's mental health. That's the best one. Plus the video was fucking awesome. That only made it to 31 on the charts. Come on, feel the noise made it to number five. Yeah, but mental health to me, like, is far superior song. Like, I just think it's better than come on, feel the noise. Plus, they stole that song from Slade. <laughs> I, I, I remember the video 
the Slade video before I saw the Quiet Riot video. Really? I didn't yeah. know there was a Slade video. Well, they released uh, Come On, Feel the Noise and Run, Run Away. Because I, I like that song. They should have remade Run, Run Away, too. That was a good hit. Um, but uh, Kevin DeBro was their lead singer, right? Yeah, quite DeBrow, right. DeBrow or... Yeah, this is the Quiet Wyatt episode. I'll start it off with the review for Gunning for the Gunning Hits. For the hits. Which yes. he hasn't gotten through yet. So Gunning for the Hits had none of that. So it just had David Bowie and Gunning for the Hits. But it's not really David Bowie. Even though it is David Bowie. Were you a David Bowie fan, though? I never was. I never it's... got into him. I didn't, I didn't, not, I didn't dislike him. I guess China Girl is probably the song I liked the most, but I only watched the video. I never got the album or anything. Yeah, same. I never bought any. I never went out of my way to buy his stuff, but I will say now that I'm older, I like his stuff. Like, I've started listening to David Bowie now. Yeah. No, I have. A, I have a, certainly have an appreciation for David Bowie. So back and... then, his biggest hit for me, well, China Girl was... You, you, you see that everywhere you went. And then there was Let's Dance. Um, Let's Dance. But um, the Ta-da! one that I liked is the when he did Under the under Pressure with Queen. Like, that that's the shit right there. Yeah. But I was a big Queen fan, so. And he did... Uh... He did that Christmas song with Bing Crosby. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's a good one too, because he does the drummer boy. That's awesome. That's an awesome Christmas song right there. And I'm actually nobody a... does the parumpa bums better than Bing Crosby, man. He doesn't even need a fucking drum. <laughs> He's got that deep voice. I actually like watching the Bing, uh, Bing Crosby Christmas specials. Yeah. Because he, he did them like every year. He used to do them every year. And I didn't watch them back when they were actually on, but I, I have since seen reruns of them. So this is why people listen to us, because we talk about <laughs> gunning for the hits, and then we don't ever get to it. <laughs> like, we're talking Quiet Riot and Bing Crosby. Yeah, we're talking David Bowie. <laughs> directly related to Gunning and then they probably like we gotta get this comic book it's got quiet riot and Bing crosby <laughs> I, think, I think they said aussies in there too yeah that's right dio right. <laughs> I mean, what the hell's going on here dio. so how does this uh this all end up good or bad like is the situation does this deal oh. go down the deal does go down and it follows kind of the trajectory of this kid. So the the David Bowie character comes in in that the producer's a big fan of the, the David Bowie slash Slade. And at this point in, I'm just going to call him David Bowie, even though it's not David Bowie. So at this point in David Bowie's career, he's hasn't put it out, out an album for a while. His last album was kind of avant-garde and experimental and no one liked it. But people still like him because he had like a long career you know, all, all through the 70s and 80s. 
and this producer wants to bring him back. So he signs he signs it, and the the singer the kid singer of the new band is also a big fan of his. So they bring him in, and he kind of helps produce the kids' album, and he's going to bring out a new album. And he kind of gets the kid into drugs, and th- things kind of go south for for the for the kid after that but it's really it's really good and, and really interesting and kind of following the uh the, the trajectory of not only the the young uh the young uh singer but also the david bowie character of a of an older fallen out of grace singer who's trying to make a comeback and how he kind of uses the kid and it's good. It's it's really good. Yeah, I gotta get in on that. I swear, I could I could have, especially especially. Uh, I know you have you have so many ways of reading it. Well, I could it's have read it down in the kitchen. It's on your iPad. Yeah. You're surrounded by it. It's a damn shame. <laughs> So what do you want to jump to next? What did you give Gunning for the hits? I didn't give it anything. I would give it a four out of five. Okay. So it dropped for you. It was a five out of five, and then it dropped. First issue is a five out of five, yeah. Yeah. Overall, I'll give it a four out of five. Which is... Not an unexpected result because you you hope to swing swing for the fences on your first issue and then hope to reach those highs again, but sometimes you don't. Yep. It's harder for the whole arc to reach those heights. That's why you don't buy second issues. That's why I only read first issues, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> I gotta mute. He's coughing. Should we call nine on one? I survived. Have you seen I don't know, the what new do we got? Spawn toy, I the Cygor. What, what I didn't. The Cygor. Yeah, the Cygor and the Overkill. They're expensive not... though. They're huge. They're like scaled, like they're really big. Oh, fifty bucks. <clears throat> yeah, that's nice. How big is it? Seven inches. <laughs> How big is it, Mike? Is it seven inches? Is it seven? No, no I have a twelve <laughs> inches, baby. <laughs> 12, I have 12 a twelve inches. inches oh yeah, I see. The, I see it. Twelve inches. You're right. My perspective was off. <laughs> Introducing raw ten. Is that it? You're just new, used I, to your line, you're used to your seven problem. inches instead of my twelve inches. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can only fit. <laughs> you only have room for seven inches. Seven inches. I don't have room for too twelve many inches. Like my command commando spawn might be twelve. No, he may be ten inches. No, oh, he he's twelve. 12. In, he's big. 
He's he's definitely out of proportion. Like he's not he's not in this line of toys. He's something else. Are you talking about these raw ten? Raw. Raw ten. Oh, the comic? Oh, those are the like mixed ones. So there's like a. What is this thing? Why can't I click? Oh, here we go. What is this? Pterodon. There's like a snake and like a shark, half shark, half robot. There's a snake robot. Yeah, yeah, those are those robot. ones are old. That's what they're actually going to Cygor. Cygor's hot right now because of because of the there's going to be like a TV show or something that plays to Cygor and the snake and the it might be an animated show. Oh, there's going to be an animated Raw 10. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Rotten. Rotten. Yeah. Clever, Mr. McFarlane. There you go. That's rotten. What was the other one you said? Cygor and... Uh, Overt Kill. Overt Kill. If I do a search, I always just get like the old ones. Oh, wait, I was about to it's this one. Deluxe box. Yeah, I'm not going to get any of these. I, th I think there was one that looked kind of interesting to me, but I don't remember which it was now. Haunt. Haunt does look good. You got that, right? I I I I got it, but I I wish it was more white. It's too dark. Like the costume is like too black. dark. It, it's almost all black, black yeah. except for the head. Like it it, yeah, it turned white. Yeah, I agree. Does it come with a ghost? A, no, it doesn't. Maybe there is two versions of the of. Uh, I'm looking at of a the figure, right and People I got the wrong pull one. It up. Oh, yeah, no, haunt. the haunt one. See how it's all black, and then it, like around the shoulders. Yeah, except it's for white. his shoulders and his shoes. I wish there was a white version. He does come with some kind of protoplasm. Yeah, is there a haunt, haunt variants? No, it just shows me comic books. Yep. I had a chance to get a Cygor at the comic shop, but they sold out fast. I forgot it would go it would be hot because of that announcement, but <clears throat> I wasn't fast enough. Ah, uh, would you have gotten it? I don't know. They're so big. They're so awesome, but they're like that's like three toys like with if you keep it in the box like i do that's like three toys worth of space just because the box is so huge 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't. I don't have any room for it. I cannot do it. We actually had a listener that asked for our video on the website. <laughs> I would want to see the video of our our video, the one that goes to Patreons only. Yeah. I would, well, I would our, li- our our live cast did great numbers. Excellent. I figured we it got, would. We got so like, like five viewers. Ooh, and I think two of them like, were us. That's like double. That's like double. That, that <laughs> That's like three people that watched the video. That that's is... more than the listeners that we get on the show for ten I'm episodes. Gonna, I'm gonna use that money and buy a spawn. There you go. You could buy a cygor. <laughs> I could buy a cygor. I can buy, just see those advertisements coming on now. Like those advertisers are like, man, these guys are happening. Got five views. Click the like button. <laughs> how, many, the how many likes do we get? Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of likes, but I think it's just Reed clicking on the button over and over again. Maybe that's the new, how I need to look at it. I'll say like, I could get a Cygor or I could pick up one of the missing issues of Spawn I need. Which would I rather have? The missing issue of Spawn that you. Yeah, need. I'd rather have the missing issue. <laughs> well, I gotta do some catching up. If I know you're ahead of me, that makes me feel. Bad. I've always been ahead of you, though. You've known that forever. No. Go back and listen to old episodes. We've talked about this before. I can't go through four-hour episodes and find the spot. <laughs> it's time for that. <laughs> it's time for that. Just play it at double speed. <laughs> well just for spite now my whole concentration is going to shift to spawn and I'm going to pass <laughs> god everything's so expensive now I hate I it when I get like an email from my comic shop it says oh stuff from your want list is here and I like, scroll through and it's like $60, $70 well, what, what, what's $60 that you want I don't know well, I'm cu- I'm curious because your want list has got to be interesting. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff on there. It's interesting to me, but nobody else will give a shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck does he want that for? Nobody cares. It's why not DC you... or Marvel. What the yeah, fuck why, does he want Why are you talking that? about old comics that are on his list that are... Oh, let me see if I can... Insta- well, the problem is, you know, in in all truth, those expensive ones are expensive because they're usually CGC ones. Which or I they're rare about. and they know they can ask for Here a higher price. Here we go. Sort price. by price. I'll sort by price. We'll give me the low price first or high price. Oh, high price. Let's see. What is oh, it? i got to get past the ones. That... So tell our listeners what the title is. I'm, t- I'm scrolling. Here's one. What? what? No, I don't care about that one. I'm trying to find one I actually care about. Well, no, I, I want to know the one you don't care about. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't care about it. It's just that I'll never. What is the one you don't care about? All right, let me scroll up. So there's a. Uh... See, if you're watching the video version of this, you could see the screen that he's scrolling on. There's Thor 337. What issue is that? 
That's the first. That's the beta ray build. First beta ray. You build. don't have that. No, I don't have that. What the fuck is wrong? You're, you're like the biggest fan. <laughs> I know. I never. I never got it for some reason. I don't know why. Jeez. And now I can't get it because it's too expensive. Well, even I have that one. I would hope so. But I got that one late. It was the only issue I was missing. I, I think my shop liked to shaft me on first appearances. <laughs> like, oh, we didn't get that one this month. Yeah. Right out. But that's okay because the Thor Artist Edition, the Walt Simonson Thor Artist Edition Volume 2 has the Beta Ray Bill cover on it, on the cover of it, so. That's not... Who cares about the artist edition? <laughs> that helps me sleep at night. That's not even a complete story. What else do I have? Primer number five, which I think is the first. Is it Max? Uh, yeah. Okay. What? How much is that? Well, they have a 9.8 CBCS version for uh, 1200. They don't have any raws. That's a problem. Bloodstone number one, CGC 9.8, $1,200. Bloodstone? Bloodstone number one. From Marvel Comics. First appearance of Elsa Bloodstone. I have that. I bought that for like, I don't know, eight bucks? There you go. So now, we're, now it's worth $1,200 if it was 9.8 <laughs> CGC. There you go. Wait, I'm trying to... Let me scroll, find some... I gotta scroll past the CGC stuff. I wish there was a way to... I'll filter that out? Yeah. Because I can, I can see just the CGCs, but I can't... I don't know how to filter... Non, I want to see non... Non-graded. Uh, Mile High Comics, you're probably listening. You need to add a... A tab for non-graded comics. Well, I thought you were in my comic shop. Did I say the wrong thing? That's what I meant to say. Oh, you said Mile High Comics. Oh, see? That's how much they're pissing me off. Oh, here we go. So here's a... So a raw Bloodstone number one. Very fine. $240. You can afford that. I can afford it, but I don't really want it. <laughs> you don't want it that, that bad. bad. It's just something I added to my list at some point. And... God, can I get back? Oh, there's so many CGCs. Oh, my gosh. Some we're, market very, gonna we're, very, we're very anti-CGC on this show. Is the market going to fall out of CGCs at some point? No. Because people want their pristine copies i know but you're paying like five times what the comic's worth do you know how expensive it is to get a cgc done you have to pay shipping you have to pay like 50 bucks 50 to 100 but it depends on the age of the book and then you have to pay to have it pressed if you want to do that and all that fancy shit and then the shipping Exactly. It's, it, it's depending on the price of the book, it's not even worth it. <laughs> I don't think. Here's a spot I needed for eighty dollars. 
There you go. I still need this one. I do need this one. There you go. Pull the See, plug. I could get that. I could get that instead of the Saigor. Oh, it's just all CGCs. I can't even get past the CGCs. They're corrupting your feed. You gotta have to write them a note saying, "I need a don't select CGCs." But your want list, you could say what you want it at. You could say, "I want it at." near mint or higher or any grade i think you could say non-cgc i don't think so can you i want to look oh i think you could go like very you could say yeah, you can't the do non yeah but that won't filter out cgc's will it yeah it, you won't get notified if you if a cgc pops up why not i do you're wrong i don't think you want to be notified if a cg i don't i don't know how to filter them out all right i'm closing this enough of that nonsense cgc nonsense <laughs> i don't think i own any cgc comics in fact i know i don't I understand the I understand the purpose of them. Like to if you want to ensure that you're getting a specific grade. But beyond that I don't really have any need for it. What do I do with it? Put it on my wall? There's a couple books. You crack it open. And read it, and then put it with the rest of your books. But then, what? But I paid an extra hundred dollars for no reason. But now you have a, you have it graded professionally. You could put the little grade in the back of the mylar and open it up anytime you want. Get your dirty <laughs> fingerprints on it and downgrade it from there. That's right. <laughs> you could take the book and then crack it open and probably damage it a little bit in the process. <laughs> And then read it and get fingerprints They're on it. They're not that hard to crack, crack open. And then stick it in the mylar and maybe like get a little dent in it when you do that. I crack them open and then if it says like it's below a 9.8 and then I just reprint a 9.8 tag and sell it for that. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is... <clears throat> If I have like a kind of crappy condition comic, I buy a nice CGC one. Yeah. And then I put the tag with the crappy version and sell that. And then you take the good version out. Yeah, I put the good version in my collection. And you say 9.8. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't get blamed. CGC does. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. That's I don't know what happened. That they did it. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Looks like this case was broken open. No, no. <laughs> That must have happened in transport. <laughs> you take it up with CGC, man, not me. Yeah. They're supposed to make these containers ship-proof. Yeah, it's like, hey, oh, man, you know, quality control these days sucks. 
Yeah. These companies, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> so what are we covering? What do you want to go to? I don't even know what's on our list at this point. Okay, let me just pick gotta something. Be honest. Let's do Endangered. Yeah, let's do Endangered. The one, the comic that was so good, Mike picked it twice. I picked it twice. I remember the solicitor for this one and was very interested in the concept. Yeah, I liked this one quite a bit. I thought the, it was very good. I liked how the artist aged the characters. You know, like they're on their. Oh, the, you the, see them when they're younger. And yeah, then, and yeah, then later they're on they're older. Yeah. Because they don't grow go in that cryo freeze like most of these guys do. Yeah, so the, the the concept for this, and I remember from the solicit, it was that there's a, a nuclear war on Earth that kind of destroys everything, and this is the story of a bunch of scientists who are up on a space station who avoided the the end of the world scenario, and now it's them trying to deal with post-apocalyptic world, basically. Well, they tried to save some of the population based on their skills too. Yeah, and I can't remember how many they said were on the space station. But the interesting part of the story that I thought the, the part that I liked the most the, is sort of a little bit of the twist is when they try to bring these guys out of the freeze, they killed the majority of them. <laughs> yeah, like so they... they're all dead, like they didn't survive. Right. So the scientists on the ship, they said, you know, we don't know when the Earth is going to be habitable again. So let's freeze everyone or not everyone, but I can't remember what percent of people they froze. I think it was the non-scientists like there was the a good. I know they yeah. did like the soldiers and stuff. So they, they put, yeah, they put them in, all, in cryogenics and then said, you know. In the, whenever in the future the Earth is habitable again, we'll wake everyone up and then send the soldiers down. Yeah, but like you said, when when the so this so this book kind of it starts when the uh, the bombs are going off on the the planet and they're kind of discussing what to do, and then after they freeze everyone, they jump ahead a hundred years, I think, something like that, or maybe not quite a hundred years. And, it can't be a and, uh, can't be a hundred years or that guy would have been dead. Yeah, the guy's still alive. But he invented that. I think it was though, because it starts he, in he invented well, it starts in twenty eighty seven and then it jumps to twenty one thirty seven. Yeah, twenty one thirty seven. So he must have froze himself or something. Because that's I don't know how many years is that. My simple math is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to do it on the calculator. 2137 minus... Someone at home is like, you're like, a dumbass. You're a dumbass, and you're I mean, an I guess engineer. it's like 65 years. But there's no, years. there's no way that that bald yeah, guy at the beginning with the bow tie in 50 years would look like that other guy. That that's a That's a 20-year process. No... Unless he was he a young, handsome, himself. bald man. No, he wasn't. 
He's probably in his 30s, and now he's in his 70s. No, that 80s. that looked like a 45-year-old man there. Nah, he's like 30. He's just aged poorly. He's like 35. He's like 40. So now he's like 90. He's old. Yeah, that's a lot of years. He did well, come up with that chemical though, that they can launch and you you can make maybe it live safe. longer live longer if you're in orbit. You don't have to worry about gravity. Oh, gravity is what weighs you down, like That's what makes you old. Yeah. That's what ages you. Gravity. I'm Pulls glad we have a scientist skin. like you to tell us <laughs> this because Well, there's nothing you can do about it though. Gravity ages unless us. Unless you're why do you think Elon Musk wants to Going to space to stay to in, young forever. In orbit, yeah. Why do you think every day he goes up in his ship, hangs out in orbit? It's to be young. Everyone wants to be young. No one wants to get old. Their faces and bodies stretched by gravity down to the ground. Yeah, so like you said, so it, they they jump 50 years into the future and they they shoot these uh, little pods of this goop, which is it was anti-radiation, right? So it's supposed yeah. to suck up suck up any radiation that's left on the planet. So they can go back down. Yeah, and it had a, a side effect. I don't know if it was a side effect or intentional that it was also a, like a fertilizer an organic fertilizer so it it caused the plants on the planet to all come back to life and grow to such a point that they can't even see the surface now it's all covered in trees so they're looking at the planet and they're like we don't really know what's under the trees on the planet so we're going to have to send people down to find out there's that one scene that confused me because it it was all simulated, like. Yeah, that was weird. It, they were they were getting attacked by a a guy that's in mech, and they had to stop it, and it was all a simulation in their heads to see if they would survive. And none of them survived except for the girl. And she's like the she's training to be like their lead soldier yeah so when they wake up they successfully find a way to wake this guy up from the pod yeah soldier and she feels like her job is threatened now right because she's like well she was born on she must have been born on the station because she's young so and that's one thing i don't really maybe like for resources like food and stuff they decided to keep the number of people not in cryogenics. Well, I think there's people that have to, I think there has to to be somebody to run it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So she's, so her and I guess probably a, a lot of the new people or the younger people on the ship are like, we should be in charge of this mission because we've been, We've grown up knowing that that was going to be our mission, and these guys have been frozen, and now suddenly they're in charge. Yeah. 
It's a bunch of BS. That's what they say. But at yeah, the end, at the end of this, there's like an ant, and he comes across one of those green capsules, and he's, uh, eating, it. he's eating it. And I imagine it's going to cause him to grow. Yeah, we're going to have mutant insects on the planet. Where did the girl with blue hair go? That's what I'm trying to find out. She was She's a, a robot, sign. right? Yeah, but she just vanishes. After, well, I mean, she just from the story. Well, I guess the scientists are there, and then it's becomes more of a a conflict between the two soldiers. She tries to kill him. She draws her knife like she's gonna kill him, but luckily he has a pistol to stop her. (laughs) Yeah, I like this. This is well told. This is the story was by John McCarthy. And Ron Joseph did the pencils and inks. I thought the colors were really good because they didn't obfuscate the art at all. Like the line is still. So I find color yeah. artists to be evasive these days. Yeah, sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, they. Sometimes they beca- when you see well, like, well, the colored you, you... page versus the penciled page, you're like, it doesn't even look the look same. Look the same, yeah. Yeah, but this one, yeah, you can still see well, the well, line work. See, see what I think happens when we, we look at it and said it gets worse is when I think the colorist becomes the inker. You know, like the guy just like pencils. Oh, and they don't do and the they, inking. Yeah. The colorist becomes the inker and the color. That's yeah. when I don't like it. Yeah. No, there's definitely times when, yeah, the the colors overwhelm the... The, the line art. I gave this a four out of five. I believe I did as well. It was good, and the art was really good as well. Yeah, four out of five. And I so this is from Blood Moon Comics. Yeah, I've been really happy with their stuff. Uh, the Devil's Tree, I think, was one, and then the the River Monster. Yeah, White like River those. Monster. Yeah, I like that. Usher of the Dead. <laughs> yeah. I liked Usher of the Dead the least. Um, of yeah, me too. We I thought that. White White River Monster was really good. I like that one a lot, and the Devil's Tree as well. This one fits in really well too. I like this. Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll, I'll be getting this one. Do you want to read uh, Sulfur Wells for next time? Uh, that's the sex one, C E X. No, it's a Blood Moon. Do I have that? So. Sulfur. How do you, what is it called? Sulfur Wells. It's the one with the it has a, like a white cover with a hand, like a gray hand on it. Oh, this is Blood Moon. I thought it was SEX. I hate when the, they do the. You mean I do, I do. I do have. Yeah. Not SEX. SEX is sex. the new Geek Brunch line of comics. Yeah, that's the sex line. <laughs> the raw media that we're gonna do. Raw, raw media mags. SEX stands for sultry experience. Experience. <laughs> I thought this was a. 
CEX because one one thing I really don't like you, on this. You literally this... said it was Blood Moon, and you like Blood Moon. Or yeah, this cover I, I really don't like this Sulfur Wells because I like it. I don't like the cover because of the logo in the left-hand corner. It drives me nuts. The font that they use for the price and the number are so goddamn small that it it like it annoys me. I have to look at sulfur, sulfur wells. I'm gonna look up a close-up of it so I can see what you're talking about. Okay, what do you hate? I hate the font for the numbering. Oh, it's and the, Yes, it's ridiculous. Whoever did that. It's if very off-putting. Like, okay, you owe me. Oh, I can't even see what the price is. I can't is. even see the goddamn thing. <laughs> yeah, that's tiny. Okay, so you you you're adding this, so I have to go to the storage unit for sure. Yes, my goal is. <sighs> okay, I thought that was a a CEX because their logo has the small font price tag on it as well. Okay. So that's why I thought it was that. And there's no blood moon circle or on the corner. Like there's no there's no indication on the cover that this is a blood moon comic. There is, but it's it's on the bottom. Very Where? Small. Bottom left. I'm looking at the cover now. Yeah. It's, it's got mine. the creators on the bottom left. I got the creator we must have different covers. <laughs> Were there two different covers? I don't oh, know. Endangered. I'm gonna have to go look at the. Oh yeah, there are two different covers. Wait, you don't have the. Uh... We must have the same cover. What are you looking at? Mine You're has crazy. like a finger hanging out of it. Like are you talking about Sulphur Hills or are you talking about Endangered? I'm talking about Sulphur Wells. Oh, I was talking about Endangered. <laughs> no, I see the Blood Moon logo, and I can clear on Endangered. I can clearly see the issue number. Sulfur Wells is the one I have issues with. Oh yeah, it doesn't have the con yeah. <laughs> it's like they picked it up and just used the existing cover and then throw their logo Stamp on there. Stamp on it, yeah. They couldn't figure out where to put it, so it's an artistic cover. It's just an arm. With a lot of white space. <laughs> what do you mean you white. can't? If any, if anything, there's like multiple places you can <laughs> put the logo. There's too much there's room. There's absolutely no place to put a logo. There's so much negative space in this. Thing. <laughs> it's physically impossible to put a logo on this page. Yeah. I am not a fan of the cover. I like it. The logo looks okay. I'm a big fan of the cover. Except for the little tiny price. Okay, why don't you make a liquor cover with just an arm hanging out? <laughs> and we'll see tongue. which one sells better. <laughs> no, not the tongue. Just an arm. Just an arm. Because he has to touch... Well, he has to touch somebody with his tongue. I could do that. That would be a cool cover. A tongue? No, the arm. Yeah, so you... I got a specific arm in mind. Yeah, you... why don't you do that one and we'll see how much... <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how much. How many people will support that Wait. level? Okay, there's two covers. Okay, one cover is the guy licking a girl to to, <laughs> to gain her abilities, right? No. And that's one cover. That'll be cover A. That's the one that I'm buying. 
Okay. And then there's a cover with an arm on it. Yes. And, and a lot of negative space. A lot of negative space. And we'll see which one sells better. <laughs> I guarantee you the arm won't sell good. I'll make a note. Well, then I'd have to price them the same. Otherwise, it's unfair. Yeah, you price... Well, who's going to charge you a lot of money to draw a fucking arm? I'm not upcharged for the arm by a dollar. Upcharge. (laughs) (laughs) No, they have to be of equal value. But it's going to be a cool arm cover. I'm warning you. Why isn't your comic out yet? You're done. I'm not... Because, well, I'm not quite done. What do you have left? You got the logo. The logo's not quite done. And I need to get it colored. I, I thought you weren't going to color the interior. The, I know. The, the logo needs to be colored. Well, you, you want to color mine? No. <laughs> I can't even manage to color mine. <laughs> and then so... I need to figure out the layout of the cover, the layout of the inside of the cover, the back cover, inside of the back cover. And then I got to figure out Kickstarter. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, I guess so. A lot. I'm waiting for you to do it so then I could learn from your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good strategy. Yeah. It's a good strategy for you. I wish I would have told the colorist to color the entire cover instead of leave a spot for the logo because then I could put the logo on top and the color is just, it's already colored. Yeah, that would have been a better move. Yeah. But I'm so stupid, I didn't think of it. Like, I just... These I are don't the know things what I'm doing. That, yeah, these are the things you only notice after the fact and say, oh, that would have been a better way to do it. Yep. So I picked uh, image number one or image number three because I wanted to keep reading these damn things as they were coming out. Yes, we so need I to didn't do forget. That. This one features, I guess, the character from Rumble. I didn't read Rumble. But, Me neither. Uh, I gotta say, this was probably my least favorite one so far. Well, I like the, I like the opening story quite a bit. I am enjoying Blizzard, yeah. Because that's cool. That's like prisoners, you know, fugitives in the middle of the snow. Yeah. So it's it's a uh, a truck of prisoners being transferred to their cells jail or whatever and they get stuck in a blizzard so yeah the last issue they last issue they swerved off the road and hit something and then this issue they're gonna have to walk yeah they they decide that they three miles in the blizzard to let the prisoners loose so they can walk to safety because the blizzard's coming in they know they won't survive if they try to stay in the in the transport vehicle i would prefer this just to come out as a regular series me too it's because hard i to just want to keep little chunks i i just wish i could keep reading it 
And it feels like a bigger story than yeah. should be in an anthology, personally. Rumble is just uh, a story of these guys and the, I guess the main character, right? Who's got a sword and... I guess so, and he wears a hood. He has like yeah, a mask on. He ends up having to kill kill another strange-looking creature. The cast looks like it's fun, like, but as an outsider looking in, it's hard to get into. Yeah, d- we without don't, I knowing know the backstory. The were, yeah, what was going on? The third story was pretty interesting. Gospel for a new century. Yeah, so this is the the third. I think this is the third and final of this story. So this is the one that opened up with the guy and the girl. Well, the girl is like a demon and the guy and they went up to some dude's hotel room and killed him. So at this point, there's like a little, I think in the last one, like a little chair of kid <clears throat> chopped off the the dude's head. Mm-hmm. So this one, they kind of finally reveal the story behind the demon and the guy. Well, she got impregnated with him, and then <laughs> grew yeah, him she again. Yeah, she ate his head, and then became pregnant, and then gave birth to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then slept with him. This Kaya preview, I think, is going to be a series because I saw it solicited. Yeah, and they do just call it a preview. This is about like robots taking over and some ancestor passing on the protection of this kid. Yeah, and it's the one girl, the girls, girl having to protect her brother, her half brother who is a prince. And it's kind of like the chosen one, right? Yeah. So he, she's trying to, she has to protect him in this world that's taken over by robots. Stupid Fresh Mess was uh, Scotty Young. I like this one. (laughs) This is about an opossum or a possum. Mm -hmm. And it's gross tail. (laughs) And how they have gross tails. Yeah, that was a funny little... It's just a two-pager. Then we have Mirka Andolfo's Hopeless Part 3. I don't like this one at all. I like it, but this episode wasn't as good, I didn't think. So this is the one where there's the... I like the overall concept in that there's a woman who was a serial killer and now she likes killing people in AI. (laughs) Well, I forgot that that was the premise. See, that's the problem. (laughs) They, They have moved away from it a little bit. Because now there's like, she's in this VR and the uh, NPCs in the VR are kind of gaining sentience and are trying to escape the VR. They think there's a way to escape. And so in in this episode, some of them 
end up dying when they're trying to escape, but one of them finally makes it, we think. Just a little weird at the end. <laughs> yeah. Then you got the Eric Henderson story. That one I have yeah. trouble getting into and staying with it. Yeah, that one started out good, but it's kind of gotten weird. Because the first, the first uh, episode was about the dude falling from his apartment, and then they they think it was the the fox stole that did it. And so this is the is it the wife of the guy who died and the main woman. It was kind of weird. Yeah, I'm having trouble following that one. And then Shift, the, the Shift one I like because it's in the red, the radiant red and all that stuff universe. Yeah. I kind of like that one. And I like that black and white one a lot, but this one, not a lot happened. No, this one, the story was kind of confusing, but damn, that artwork is so good. Yeah. And then that last, the one pager, I just don't understand why. I don't. Under, <laughs> yeah, that's the Billy Dogma. I don't. I haven't yet to understand any of those. This is part three. <laughs> like I don't even understand a panel to panel what's going oh, on. Oh, I, yeah, I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> it's not even that I don't understand the story. I just don't understand anything. <clears throat> but any like, panel. if this if this was a preview of, like. You, you can buy these stories later on. Like, there's three of them I would buy. I would buy the Jeff Johns one. I would buy Shift. Yeah. And I would I, I do like the Scotty Youngs, but they're kind of like just a cartoon. And I would probably buy... Buy the black and white. Yeah, I would black... buy the black and white one just for the Maurizio Rosenvig art. And I possibly would buy. Would you buy the Blizzard with Jeff Johns? I would buy the Blizzard for sure. I might buy the uh... Shift. Yeah, I'd probably buy. I'd buy the Shift because I I like that as a concept. I like that they're still trying to figure out how to make money from it. Yeah, because that's like the um, the heist version of. In this universe, do you know what I mean? They're kind of like the high school. Oh, yeah, they're criminals. Yeah. We're using this shift technology, which is basically like a tr transporter, to, tr to and they're trying to figure out the best way to make money with it. Mm. But the one problem is they can't transport anything with it. And actually, in, in this episode, so in this episode, they're. They're they're going to find the identity. Someone's got arrested. I can't remember what he was arrested for. But no one no one knows what his real identity is. So they want to go into his cell, find out his identity, and then sell it via an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> but in order to what is he? I can't remember what he use, what he is transporting. But in order to transport it, he has to swallow it and then barf it up. Yeah. That's the only way to transport anything. 
but both all of the series that we've talked about like there's three that i would buy and then the others i wouldn't the um the three that i would buy i think would work better in just like bigger chunks like 20 pages or 22 pages yeah the blizzards i always feel like i don't get enough you know shift's only a four-parter so next one's the final one. The I wonder final. if they're going to kick that off into its own series. Well, we might as well finish that. So I'll pick image number four. Yeah, we can just keep doing those as they come out. I might buy the AI one if it was a series. See, that's what would turn me off, though. Like, I might like it in a big chunk, but the small chunk isn't working for me at all. Yeah. Because I can't remember all the details. Even the details that you tell me about, I don't remember. Like, I don't remember the one about the serial killer. Like, I forgot that that was what the premise was. Oh, the, was. the whole premise, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, they moved away from it. Right, but if it was one... if this, So if this had been one issue, you would have remembered because it would have just been the beginning of the issue, so... Right, like, if, if these three parts had been a single issue, you would have remembered about the serial killer because... It was the same issue, but because it's, you know, four months ago, you don't. Well, let's go to variants. We got a Marvel book for a change. Yeah, Marvel. So a bunch of listeners just perked up in their chairs. Yeah, they're like, this is the only part we really want to listen to. That's right. So timestamp this and tell your friends to like, you can, <laughs> they can listen to this portion of the episode. Gail Simone and Phil Noto. Gotta love you some Phil Noto. I'm not the biggest Phil Noto fan. But I, I thought, like I thought this was well done. Like, I like it. I love Jessica Jones. I wish it wasn't a a variant thing like where there's multi, you know they're doing this with Spider Gwen and Miles Morales and kind of like hey here's a multiverse of this character. Yeah. I could do without that and just have a Jessica Jones story and be perfectly happy. Yeah, luckily for the most part this was just a Jessica Jones at least this issue just a straight Jessica Jones story until the end. Until the very end, yeah. Cause, yeah, you're right. Because just the the rest of the issue, just where she's living her life and dealing with the stuff that's happened to her, is all really well done. Like I know her and Luke Cage have a kid. For some reason, I thought they were already married, and I don't know why. Jessica Jones comics. That I don't know. I don't know if she's married. I guess she's not. Let's see. Search for Cage. Lasting friendship. On and off again affair. I knew about that. Pregnant with child, they commit to their relationship. I don't know what that means. Do they commit via marriage? Doesn't sound like marriage, because then you just say they got married. 
I'm going to search for married. Jessica married Captain America. That's another version. <laughs> In Battle World, so that's a... Maybe that's why I'm getting confused. Oh, some, it was of, a... some of these other um, yeah. stories, you know, like Battle World and stuff, they were married. So, I, I, yeah, I so guess they're not, not married. In this universe, they haven't been they're married. They're not married, yeah. But they were in other They universe. live together. They uh, have committed. a kid together. They're, they're committed. committed. <laughs> they just haven't done the vows, I guess. They're probably legally married. But at the end of this issue, this issue, it's kind of like uh, her planning for the wedding, right? And trying on a bunch of lipstick, and she runs and has a run-in with Daredevil, and well, because Dare, yeah, Daredevil wants her to talk to the this woman he's defending who killed her family because the woman says that the purple man made her do it yeah because she had survived the purple man yeah so she's talking to jessica warning her that she thinks that the purple man implanted like something in her brain that activated like 10 years later so she's like you need to watch out it was good i mean gail simone is good at just the conversation dialogue yeah. yeah This is really good. Had a nice run-in with uh, gangsters at the coffee shop. And then they have that courtroom scene, which you talked about. And then finally she runs into one of her variants with the cap shield. She runs into two variants. She's Captain America in one universe. Yeah, that was a that was a good one. Yeah, because she finds she finds one of her variants in her daughter's room. Yeah. And she kicks her ass. I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, so did I. Liked it. I need to give a five out of five to something, so I'm gonna go to my five out of five. Horror comics. <laughs> oh. Number 11 and 12. Number I love 11. them both. Really? I like number 12, I gave 12 a 5 too. out of 5 to, to 11. <clears throat> I gave a 5 out of 5 to both. Yeah, I liked them both quite not. a bit. But I got to say, man, in number 11, so number 11 is part 2 of Dracula in the West. So last episode we talked about part 1. But, man, the Emiliano Albano art is so good. God. I want to take pictures of the art just so people can see what they're fucking missing out I was, on. Man. I was tempted at several panels. Of yeah, that was like, I just didn't have my phone with me. It's just so. Like, oh my God. So this the is... story is interesting too. Because... Yeah, before we get to the story, I want to mention. So the in the uh, whatever the editorial in the inside of the front cover, it's by the writer, and he did this last issue as well. But in this one, he's talking about. So this story was actually in an anthology in Italy and in Europe called Lance, Lancio's Story. So in his uh, little editorial, he kind of talks about the history of that magazine, which is like a comic magazine that's been published since 1975 in 
in Italy, which makes me incredibly jealous that we don't have something similar to that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's talking about like the history of, of that uh, magazine and some of the other things that uh, premiered in it. So You know what I would be curious of, though, is to see if taking this into an anthology degregates it to you know what i mean like if i'm yeah. giving it in like so if you had read this in little chunks little chunks of like six parts. pages instead of two big parts like these were like th- this comic book was 4.99 but i think the page count is like 48 pages like it's a lot of pages it is and this book takes me forever to read not not because of the the dialogue but just because the art like I stare at like panels for like a long time because <laughs> they're so good and there's so much detail in them. Yeah. There's um, I don't know if this guy uses actors for reference or what, but I think the Dracula looks like Jason Momoa. <laughs> oh, for sure. He's, he's Aquaman for sure. <laughs> yeah. He's Aquaman. For sure. And then there's a scene in the, uh, when they're in the bar, okay, and this guy's getting fresh with one of the... Oh, these two guys are going after the the one girl that's kind of a prostitute, prostitute. Yeah. And he tells them to get away. That scene comes right out of Tombstone. Like, I'm going to show that to Barb and see if she see. Do you recognize who that is? <laughs> like the person? Or yeah, the... th- that's... A, what's the actor's name? Powers. Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh... Powers Jason Booth? Robards or something? No, it's Powers Booth. Oh, Powers Booth. Th- this, this is. Oh, a... you're talking about the do the handsy guy. Well, there's there there's two oh, the guys. Guy. Th- there was two guys that were gonna like try to rape the girl in the middle of the street. Like they had no money. They even admit it. Oh yeah yeah yeah. They chase her out the to the street. The street. Yeah. And then this guy says, "Get lost!" Like Dracula comes and says, "Get lost!" If you look at the guy that has the mustache. That guy looks exactly like Powers Booth in Tombstone. He even has the red sash. I mean, the the thing that he he had around his neck. Yeah. So I think he's like a photorealistic. Uh, yeah, I think so. For sure, that's Jason Momoa. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I don't know why we didn't recognize him in the first issue. Like, I wonder if it changed. Let me see if I can find the first no, one. No, I think, I think we, we just didn't recognize it. There's, here we go. I there, got the there, first one. There's a couple of scenes in here though, like um, uh, again with that prostitute, uh, where he's sitting down and he's talking to the shaman, or he's talking to the the yeah the shaman, and uh, there God does that look like Jason Momoa Barb or what? <laughs> well, you know, the art is much different in the first one. It doesn't look anything like Jason Momoa in the first one. So the, the the part one here and part two must have been like significantly. That's weird because we did we loved the art in the first one too. Yeah. But the art in the second one it must have been years later and it's next level. Like he he leveled up for sure. Yeah, I don't know if he like evolved, but it was already fantastic. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I wonder what years these were originally published. There's a couple of just panels I wanna, I wanna take because it just looks so good. 
like it. it it's, the, well, right it's at the beginning, amazing. I mean, the first page, the woman on the first page is amazing. Oh, yeah. Screaming. And then, like, a couple pages later, they there's, like, the woman running, and you see, like, so it opens with a, a woman running from this Nosferatu-looking vampire. And you see, at first he's wearing a cloak, and then he takes it off, and you can see his, like, back and stuff. And then he's, like, standing there as silhouette in the moonlight. Oh, it's so good. And you, so you good. think, well, what, is this our Dracula character? Because they kind of make you think that initially. Like, when you're reading it, is this the same guy that's committing the mur- murders as a vampire? Right. And right, you find out it's not. It. Yeah, yeah, he's not. This is another vampire killer that's seeking revenge on Dracula because of what he did to him in a past life. Right. And this is after issue one where he disposed of the, the gangsters. There were these guys that required protection money and then they'd capture all the girls from the Native Americans and turn them into slaves and stuff like that. And then Dracula freed him in the first issue. Right, and, and took now, over their house. He's living and, in their house. Right, and now he's in their house, and these people are gone, and the mayor invites him, and he says, hey, you know, I, I know what you did. Uh, you got these people out, and they were they were a critical part to our society. Yeah, he's, he's kind of pissed about it. Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> pissed about it. But he says, you know what? I know you're a badass, motherfucker, and I want to make you the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, you but he's pissed because he's like, yeah, they did bad stuff and girls would go missing every once in a while, but no no other bad guys ever came to our town because they were afraid they of really, them. <laughs> yeah, they really offered protection, yeah. Yeah, so they were protecting our whole town from outsiders. It's it's weird because um, for me... Man, the per- detail he puts in that old lady's face is crazy. Yeah, the shaman? Yeah. It's like... Oh, he's a dude, right? Yeah. Yeah, the shaman. I, no, that's what's weird. I thought in the first issue the shaman was a woman. I well, think there was you, the. I think the shaman is a woman. You could be a woman be. and be a shaman, right? I assume so. I think it is a woman. Is it the same woman whose daughter got? Yeah, her, yeah, it's the same one. Her the, granddaughter got stolen. Yeah. And that's we, what I let's thought. just refresh everyone's memory. She's the one that gave him the potion so he could walk around in daylight. Right, that's why he can. So he's like living a, like a brand new life. Like he's like seeing the sun again for the first time, and he's like, I I, I'm in heaven right now, because he he can live like a normal being. A yeah, normal person, yeah. And then his like uh, Renfield is the casket guy. Like he's the guy the that buries people. So this girl that's attacked, she becomes a vampire and then attacks his Renfield, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you find out like the origin story of that. He has to kill that that woman vampire. I really like this this whole concept of Dracula out in the West. Yeah, I, living I, in the West. Like, yeah, so cool. I can't believe like the scene where that Nosferatu takes the prostitute, and he's like has her like hanging over Dracula. Mm-hmm. And then he like throws her to the ground, like the scene where it's like looking up, and you see yeah. her her butt, <laughs> and you see yeah. him like looking down at Dracula, and you see the wings, the way like the angle at which they're coming 
they look aw- that looks awesome. Yeah, and even just like him reaching up trying to grab her. Yeah. Yeah, those pages are great. Oh, great. Yeah, and then you kind of find out the the history of the Nosferatu guy, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, this is great. Uh, these, uh, I'm glad Antarctic picked these to to republish them, and I'm also glad that they did them in two big chunks like this. Cause oh yeah, I would have. I would I would have not liked it as much if I was getting it like in little pieces. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so for sure, if you're a Dracula fan or a Western fan, or if you just like really amazing artwork, black and white art. You need to pick up 10, 10 and 11 of yeah, horror for comics. Sure. For sure. Or if you're a Jason Momoa fan. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got 12, which is another, it's, it's a Dracula theme uh, kind of thing. Even the second story, but I I like this one as well. This story and script by Marcelia Bonde, and art by Andrea Mundago, and uh, this was translated as well. And then the second one is uh, Castle of Dracula, F. Newton Bircham. But I like this. This is a sci-fi Dracula story where he sort of wakes up in this futuristic world out of his casket and then he's attacked by a bunch of robots. So it's like the this is like Magnus the Robot Fighter where all the robots have taken over. Mm-hmm. And he finds these fugitives which are trying to get to this Eden location which is where the, the only place where the humans are in charge and they, right, they, they, protected by EMP mines. Right. So as soon as the robots cross that, they'll they'll go unfunctional. Yeah. So and they don't they don't risk it because they don't want to die, basically. <laughs> right. So he's trying to get the girl and her associates over into Eden. Well, the other get... thing is in Eden, they're uh, launching they're sending people to Mars. Right. You know? So it's your way to escape this planet. But I like the twist. Over. I like the twist in this because it looks like he's caught behind, but he manages before before he goes. He promises this girl, like she makes a promise to him. They have sex, and he impregnated her. Yeah, he basically says, "I'll take you to to Eden." Eden. If I can impregnate you. <laughs> so she has like a vampire inside of her. Cause, yeah, because he want he doesn't want vampires to die out. With right, because he's the last vampire. I like that a lot. I like the twist. Yeah, it was good. And this Hellrider, like, it's definitely not the art that 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 is in the previous issue, but I do like the black and white lines on this. Like, it looks really nice. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. And this is a, like a western too, which I was like right up my alley. It's Hell Rider, who is a he's a werewolf, and he's going after Dracula. Yeah, that was one weird thing. It's like, so at, in the beginning, it's called Castle of Dracula, but then like the title page of the comic itself, it's Dark Wolf Hell Rider, and then Once Upon a Town in Nowhere. Right. 
but he is going to the castle Dracula. And you don't know he's a werewolf at the time. He kind of looks like a, a Knight Rider or something, like Marvel's uh, go, uh, Western Ghost Rider. Um, he rides a horse, yeah, and it looks like mask, it's a yeah. Western, and he shoots guns, and he, he he turns into a werewolf. And he has, like, this crow that rides with him, and there's a cougar that, that actually is there who's this beautiful... That looks great art. Like, when he draws that woman... Turning yeah. into a black cougar. Oh, yeah, that looks you. amazing. I love that panel. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, and the 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 lead villain, the 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 woman that's with Dracula, she looks amazing. Like I I think she looks fantastic. The the vampire the other, woman. The vampire yeah. woman. Jacquelina. Dra- yeah, Jacquelina. I really like that. The pinups were cool in the back. Like I like those. They yeah, were my... as big a fan of this one. I liked it. I liked it a quite a bit. Cool. I gave it a five out of five as well. Not nearly as good as the other one, but I gave it three out of five. I was very entertained. And the pinups reminded me of like old North Star comics. Yeah, I did like those two. More detailed ones, yeah. Those were good. Did you see that Tim V. Hill thing I I sent you? I oh did. Oh my god, that's amazing. I know. I, I, I forgot I was I even <laughs> bought that Kickstarter, so when I got that I was like, Oh shit, I forgot all about this one. And that was a uh what's his name? Tim Tyler, is that his name? Yeah, that guy that guy's story, like his interiors, like it, it's like an anthology but not. Um what does that mean? It, it, well, it's mostly like the Dracula story. It's it's it looks like he he's very Kirby influenced. He threw in a like it looks like a sketch drawing of Man Thing, which is pretty mm-hmm. awesome, on a little card. And then uh, his art looks like so Kirby influenced. It's it looks amazing. Really? Yeah, the interiors of that. <laughs> And in the back, it has like a uh, Tim V. Hill like portfolio, kind of like this horror comics did, except it's a lot more. It's got like six pages of really? Tim V. Hill art. Nice. Yeah, it's good. What was that called? Oh God. Verge or something. It's like a one no, word thing. Verge is uh, another Red Five comic. Oh. Edge. No, I'll get it for you in a second. Because I posted it like twice. Ridge? No, no. It is a Grail. Grail, that's it. And yeah, that's number I, two, right? It's number two, but I was able to buy one and two. One and two. And okay. it's like a magazine. It, it's bigger than a comic book. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, a magazine style. magazine that he's doing, yeah. Yeah. The glossy pages? Yes. So it's a... Uh, reads like a magazine yeah and it's a thick glossy page like it's not like a a thin magazine like entertainment yeah. weekly it's like a thick thick page like cover stock cool so uh i'm, I'm gonna go grab a cheer wine okay i'll talk about a comic book that i know you didn't buy because of price okay what is it 
Lady Death. I did not buy it because <laughs> of price. Huh? I did not buy it because of yeah, the price. Yeah, I know you did it. But I'll I'll uh, I'll go over this book while he's going to get a drink. I uh I read uh, Lady Death Sacrificial Annihilation. This says it's chapter 14, but he's been putting out like if you look in the back, there's been a lot of like uh, numbers to this. This is like a multiverse of uh, his characters, and they're all trying to. Uh, there's a villain, kind of like Dark Side, he or uh, you know one of those types of villains, Thanos. His name is. This is a a series called Deathopolis. And they're all trying to fight one villain. And then it doesn't mention his name in that one. So I'm going to have to pull out the next issue. And I know he's mentioned in here. Insurrectus. So there's a villain called Insurrectus. And he's out to destroy all the worlds, essentially. Um, It's kind of like a Thanos. The the thing I didn't realize is how big Lady Death has grown, or Coffin Comics has grown its library of uh, characters. Um, I, I, I've known about one or two of them, but I didn't know all of them. And in this series, Lady Death teams up with it. She has a daughter, and she also has a son. And uh, Insurrectus has captured her son along with uh, several uh, other heroes of this universe that he's sort of crucifying. One is kind of like a, a Doctor Strange knockoff. Uh, one is like a, you know, they have like a Superman type analogous, you know, a, a character and a bunch of different uh, types of characters. One is a gunfighter. Gun uh, one that looks like Captain America that looks like Lady Death called Captain Death. Uh, there's a bunch of pirates called... Uh, She's called Captain Stargrave and her pirates. Intergalactic space pirate. There's the Trust, which is kind of like a superhero uh, Justice League type, if you like. And um, they're all trying to join forces in order to take down Insurrectus. And uh, she doesn't want to lose her son at the same time, so Lady Death is teaming. There's also like a lady satana i think her name is lady satanus she looks like a a female version of son of satan like from marvel comics damian hellstrom which is awesome uh yeah and this was a mini series I, i i read uh issues one and two of the two issue mini series they're both 5.99 but in the middle they had tales of the coffin verse and that was like giving you like little glimpses of all the other characters that Polito's does, the Captain Stargrave, Lady Gunfighter, Captain Death, and the Trust. And that was awesome. Like I, I so much want to see more of this. And uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. This was a heck of a lot of fun. So I'm glad, like I'm glad that they do the Kickstarters, you know, and somebody is willing to spend twenty dollars on his Kickstarter so I can get the comic book in the previews for five ninety nine and uh enjoy it. They're they're a little bit more pages than like your standard twenty page comic. They're like I don't know, thirty pages of content. 
the art is amazing. The colors are amazing. The characters look great. The plot was a lot of fun. Even though we've had this, like, we've had Lady Death do, like, a, you know, this multiverse thing. And then we've had Red Sonia do Sonyaversal. And then there's the Vampiraverse and Vampirellaverse. And, yeah, but this is this was cool. I really dug it. So I, I'm glad I picked it up. And I look forward to uh, whatever comes next. I think what comes next is, uh, I think he has an ad for it. I might have to wait a couple months for the Kickstarter and then for this to finally come out. But it's Hellwitch versus Lady Death in Wargasm. That sounds awesome. He seems to bring out stuff pretty regularly in previews. Yeah, but sometimes they're like the... $25 issues of certain covers. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's true. So he'll, he'll, he'll do take, the regular he'll, version and then do yeah. exclusive versions. It's kind of like Broadsword, like when Ballant takes a break, you know? Yeah. Well, t- yeah, Tarot isn't monthly. It's like bi-monthly, but in the alternate months, they do yeah, the same thing they do. Yeah, sometimes he's like quarterly, though. Limited versions. Like sometimes you'll get back-to-back months of Tarot with limited versions or trades or something or photo covers yep but this this is cool like i i really enjoyed it i gave it a four out of five i was almost to give it a five out of five especially that uh tales of the coffin verse i just thought that was awesome i definitely yeah, want to see cool. more lady gunfighter i like her a lot yeah I said, I would buy a Lady Gunfighter comic. And Captain Stargrave and the Pirates, the Space Pirate one, that was really cool. Like that one quite a bit. Missing out. Yeah, that's an expensive book, though. Not too bad. Yeah, it's not like it's $6.66 from some of those uh, uh, Opus comics. Right, I built your wine. Annihilation. So we got download. You know what the art reminded me of? Did this book remind you of something? Wait, let me let me grab it and look at the art, and then I'll tell you. I don't remember what it looked like. Man, you got like short. I I thought I was bad. And it makes me I, good to know I read that this like somebody somebody younger than me has a worse memory than <laughs> I do. I'm like a year younger than you. You could read something yesterday though, and you'll be like, well, "Let me grab this." I I don't remember. True, unless it unless it was remarkable, like the art in the well, the Dracula the one. Will, yeah, yeah I remember, you'll remember that. I won't that. forget that art. But like, yeah, this. No, what does it remind you of? It reminded me of that alien teenager book that we just read, uh, Breakout, from Dark, from Dark Horse. Really? Yeah. I don't remember what the art was like. The kid, he, see, you don't remember anything. How am I supposed to remember what the art looks like in hundreds of comics I read a day? You do not read a hundred <laughs> comics a day. I think you read less than I do. But I, I, I am getting to that age right now where I get mad 
like if I don't remember it, like I get frustrated. I'm like, how could I not remember that? I read that last week. And I yeah. like I I'll remember overall plot points, but man, I cannot remember like who the villain's the name details. was or Yeah. Oh, it drives me insane. It doesn't bother me. Oh fuck. <laughs> I know I'm old. I know my brain doesn't work as well as it used to. <laughs> hey, when you're past 25, is it 25? Yeah, your brain's no longer growing; it's shrinking. So, man, we our, our brains. Man, are yours is like a, a raisin already. <laughs> yours is like mine I'm is still a left. grape. Yours is like that. You're like a California raisin right now. <laughs> I got a raisin. That's right. I got a raisin in my brain, in my head, <laughs> rattling around. I can't find the comic. Can't compare the art. <sighs> You're the one that. I mean, this is this a very one. clean style. Yeah, this you one's know, this like. Kinda, this this one's... almost reminds me of uh, what's it called? Shadow in the Dark? Is that what it was called? No, Voice in the Dark. If but you look uh... at down, if you look at the other one though, Breakout, it's God, it's similar. This one is like uh, actor yeah. though. I mean, it's just a very clean style. There's this kid that. <sighs> Is one of his friends, and he looks like an actor. I can't. Which guy? I can't fat make guy? him the fat guy. Yeah. He looks like the dude in uh, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> is that who I'm thinking of? I don't know. I don't know. That's who you remind me of. <laughs> Does this kid look like familiar to you, Barb? He looks familiar to me. I just can't place him. Not the Spider-Man kid. Come on. Just give me a show or a movie. <laughs> I don't think they're supposed to look like anyone. I think they're just generic. No, this one looks exactly like somebody. All right, which character? The fat kid. Oh. Like Barb even said he looks like somebody. <laughs> Well, actually, for sure the the black kid's grandma, she's someone. I recognize her. Or it might be his, or is his mom. He's got the grandma. The mom came home to after he was put in the hospital. Didn't she? Well, whoever... Whoever saw him at the hospital, that woman. Is that very was his familiar. mom. She's very familiar. His mom came because he lives with his grandma. And these kids were sort of like making a comic or a plot. Mm-hmm. They were they were doing like something, and then he goes outside, and he gets like an alien light comes into him. And he starts to draw all these like technical contraptions, like Kirby devices and circuits. And uh, he makes this button, (laughs) and they're like, "What does this button do?" Like, yeah, he decides to build one of the things that he's having visions of. Right, and then he's like, "I gotta find out what it does." (laughs) His friends are like, "You're not any good at math or any of this science stuff. So what are you doing? What is it gonna do?" And they're like, "We shouldn't press it. No, we should." We should press it. They press it, and it's like this living electrical light that 
knocks out all the electricity in in this whole town. Yeah, and the the button itself kind of grows legs made of like electricity and starts like walking down the street. Yeah. Sucking up all the electricity. It's like, what else can you build? <laughs> and these two scientists that are at the beginning of the the show, they find out about this, but they were in France originally, and they found like Cave of Forgotten Dreams, which had a bunch of prehistoric paintings, but yeah, they ended they... up blowing it up. Like they didn't want anybody else to find. Right. This. He took yeah. They took pictures of it and then blew it up. Yeah. The dick move. Well, because there were there was uh, artifacts and stuff down there too, and he's like, "This is a yeah, this is fifty thousand years old. This is like proof that the Neanderthals were living in this area. This is extraordinary." He was like, "I blow it up," because <laughs> he didn't want people to know. Well, I think there's something going on. Like, I think that older guy knows something about these symbols. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, so at the end they show, yeah, like they show like a guy in a suit who has like paintings on his wall of the circuits and stuff. So clearly he's been on on the trail of these symbols for a long time. I gave that this one a 4 out of 5. Yeah, well. so uh, this is by Scott Chitwood, who uh, I believe has some kind of role at Red Five. But I've liked his stuff. They show, like, at the end, they show some of his stuff, and I've liked Riptide. I liked. I don't think I read Afterburn. Haunted. I liked. I don't remember After Eden. So I like his stuff. This kind of reminded me, look and feel like Breakout, kind of. Except these aliens are, whoever's Similar, doing yeah. this. No, they're both sci-fi stories about yeah, kids. kids and technology. Yeah. And then we got Radio Apocalypse. This one I, I, I gave a three out of five to because I didn't get it. Like I didn't really understand I it, a it four out of five i like the artwork but I, it, the artwork made me a little lost yeah but, it was uh, noisy i like the, art the artwork by... without i i don't think the artwork goes well with the story because it's noisy in and arcade and this is a rom v story I actually really wasn't that into the artwork. And, but obviously Rom V must be because he could pretty much choose whoever he wants as an artist, right? At this yeah. point. I mean, I think he's, his name's big enough now that he can pick and choose whoever he wants to do art for his books. And this art wasn't bad. I like the stylized art, like, yeah, and the colors. Like a... Who does the colors? The colors are yeah, they're Anisha. Yeah. Everybody has like one names on this thing, like very unique. <laughs> Anisha <laughs> and the letter is Bid uh, yeah. Bidikar. <laughs> yeah. 
Anod RK and Ram V. <laughs> the art is almost, I don't know, it's a cross between like a Mafood and. And I think that's why I like it. And like a sketchier style. Yeah. Almost like a, and maybe even a little bit of Martin, what's his name, Simmons? Is that it? Uh, that name doesn't ring a bell with me. The guy who does Tank Girl. Who, who originally did Tank Girl? Uh, Hewitt? He, he drew a lot of lines in the faces like this. Who are the Martins? Yeah, Jamie Hewitt. Hewlett. You're uh, pretty Hewlett, good. That's it. That's it. My brain works so well. Yeah. Uh, the guy I was thinking of is the guy who does... Does he do... I think it looks like a cross between my food and the and this Hewlett. That's that's who it reminds me of. Uh, reminds me kind of of the guy who does. Uh, gosh darn it, what's it called? Department of Truth. And he did. Uh, what's that other book he did? I thought that was more photo. Yeah, I guess it is a little more photo. But even in this, like some of the panels are like a little more. Martin, oh, he did the Martin cover. Simmons. Maybe that's that's probably why it reminds me of him. <laughs> he did the cover. Yeah. See, I like the, the art. If if I was going to grade the art, I'd give it a 4 out of 5. The story kind of lost me, but it doesn't mean that I won't I won't like it. Here. So this is a post, another post-apocalyptic story. And it's called Radio Apocalypse because there's this uh, one place where they're they're doing a radio broadcast and they're continuing it. And it kind of... We meet these two girls who are traveling and they're trying to get to the the radio station because they they're trying to get to civilization, basically. And one of them has a, a broken leg. So... They kind of get into a little tussle where she's like, go on without me, you know, I, I can't make it. I got a broken leg. So she ends up leaving her at a gas station, and, and then the one who can walk goes ahead to the radio station compound. And then you kind of meet some of the people at the compound. The compound. And they have to, like, shut down the doors, I guess, eventually... So they like shut her friend out. Like she has to make the decision: do I go about, do I go back out and be with my friend, or do I stay the safe place? And she chooses to stay. Yeah, they're like, yeah, it's getting dark, and at night we have to close down so the creatures don't get in. And I wonder if something happened to her friend because there was like over the radio there was like muffling or. Yeah. Well, she was there, and then. I don't know what the, the, the creatures were coming in, but they don't show what actually happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> See, you said you like the story more, but I like the art more. So I it almost made a four out of five, but because I was a little lost, I gave it a three out of five. What were you lost by? 
I don't know. I was just confused by a lot of what was going on, especially with this old guy. He's not the radio guy, but he seems to be inside the radio station. Yeah, I think And then like there's these two kids that are there's these two kids that are like robbing it or trying to and one of them gets left yeah, behind. Get yeah. I didn't quite understand. Yeah. He gets like he says he has to work off the dead or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the larger the the story about the two girls is understandable. The larger picture, I think there's still a lot of unknowns as to what's going on. I think I needed like a little bit more of a setup, like like uh, Endangered gives me. Like Endangered gives me a credible world setup, but if I had at least mm-hmm. like three pages to introduce me to the world, I think yeah. I would have been better off than just throw me into this world. Because I don't even know how I got here or what what is what is happening. I'm sure it'll get flushed out, but I, yeah. it was kind of a weird at this point. thrown in. And then we have Oblivion Trials from Source Point. Yes. This is a... We're back to the whatever river of... What's it called? What's the river of the dead called? Styx. Yeah, we're back to the river Styx. This kind is like the of, third but more of a sci-fi... Version of it. Acid trip version of it. This is like the third time we've been on the River Styx in comics, I think, recently. Well, I was just at the River Styx when I was reading Avatars, so it seems real familiar to me. Okay, you're there again. And then we were that we were there with that story about the Grim, wasn't that? Didn't that have? Aren't they on a boat crossing some river? Which, In any one? Case. Which one was that? Grim. That was about the female oh, yeah, Grim yeah, Reaper. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Grim got Reaper. got her Sith stolen. Yeah, yeah. Scythe stolen. Yeah, I like the... this one. So this is written by Brandon Chen and Frederick Packard. And it's published by Source Point Press. The art is by Anderson Carmen. Carmen, yeah. I like the art. It's good. Yeah, I like the art. I like the initial like setup style. of yeah. they're traveling in this sort of train and this woman looks like she's going to get beat up by her boyfriend because he took, yeah. she took his money. Well, it opens the, the main character guy. He's in a crowded train car and he's like, I don't want to be in this crowded one because of the COVID. He doesn't say that. but <laughs> So he goes, and, goes to an empty one and he's like, ah, oh, finally. But the, yeah, then this couple breaks it or comes in and they're arguing with one another and he's he's getting uh rough with her and the 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 kid remembers back to when his dad used to beat up his mom and he's like i gotta step in and the train one of the train doors opens and he pushes him out the train but he grabs the yeah, guy, the dude out, but the, yeah, the guy on his way out grabs his arm, <laughs> and then the girl grabs him to try to save him. Yeah, and she falls. And I think out. they they all fall out, <laughs> but they all fall out into like oblivion. Like I don't like it is. Yeah, yeah, somewhere he ends up 
landing in the the, the boat on the river sticks or whatever. And I guess but, it's like a place like Purgatory where you could either go to heaven or hell and he decides to take on the challenge. Yeah, it says, yeah, you can either go through... What does he say? Yeah, well, he says, yeah, he says that... I think he wants to save his sister and he gets the opportunity to save his sister or he could... Oh. Oh yeah, so so he remembers his past where. He, you may pass on I, to par. You may pass on to paradise or have be granted one wish. Keep in right. mind every wish has a consequence, and if you fail, then your soul will be eternally condemned to oblivion. So right. I I guess he'll. Th those are his choices. Right, but he. So but he, he'll get what, one wish, but his wish will have consequences, and I think he. Wants to save his sister. Right, because he, 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 when he was trying to decide, he figures he's going to go to Oblivion anyway because he caused a car accident that killed some of his family members. Yeah. So he's like, screw it. If I'm going to, if I'm going to hell anyway, I might as well d accept the challenge. I choose the trials. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I love the artness and the colors. It's just, like the colors in Oblivion are kind of like day glow. Yeah, psychedelic yeah. mind trip. And then when he he goes through the the gates for the trials, and it's like this crazy. Sl Slide. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where the hell am I? Yeah, I like this a lot. It was really good. I gave that one a four out of five. I think I might have given it a five out of five. Wow. Yeah, five out of five for me. Is that is that your only five out of five besides horror comics number 11? Yeah, I think so. What do, it just I, depends on what we have left. We have mindset. <laughs> I don't know what I gave mindset. I gave mindset a four out of five. There are concepts in yeah, there so that I want to give a five out of five. Four, I give it a four out of five as well. So I like the I, I like Ooh, the I, I like the idea of this uh, mindset. Like they want to get rid of the influence of social media. Hey, hey, you know, you know who this art reminds me of. Uh, mindset. Yeah, reminds me of Martin Simmons. <laughs> oh, this one, this one, I would say is more like Martin Simmons. <laughs> like I could not, I could not see the Martin Simmons in the other book though. I saw it just occasionally. No, that looks like Tank Girl and the other name you gave me, Mafood. <laughs> like, it's not quite Mafood because he he's like really abstract. Yeah, it's definitely not as. And that's why I, I like compare it because. He like brings it into a tank girl realm, but some of the faces and stuff look muffled. You know, like I I really like the Radio Apocalypse artwork. I don't know why I'm attracted to that art style. Yeah, you're it, more attracted to it than I am. I don't know why. Although I do like the Eric Klaus art. Oh, I, I think love. He's more. 
He's like Mafu, but more manga influenced. I would a hundred percent agree with that. So I think that's that swaying that way. I, apparently, I like. Yeah. So I love his art. It's so good. That's right. The one thing I'm, the one thing I would have liked to have done at Heroes is go to Eric Klaus's table. I didn't even know he was there. Yeah, I guess he's. I think he's from North Carolina. I would have totally spazzed out because you know how <laughs> you, you know how I feel about ninjas know, versus robots. They'll probably be there next year. We'll just be like hanging out on his table. Like, yeah, I just want to get just... the vest. <laughs> I want to hang out at his table and that other guy that we like, the delinquent or whatever, whatever that one, the derelict. I oh, like yeah. that guy a lot. <laughs> I'll hang out with the derelict guy and, and the this Eric Klaus all day. <laughs> it's like day. Yeah, we'll be just be just standing there, pull up a chair. <laughs> We're just gonna you want watch, me to you watch your table. <laughs> <laughs> do you, yeah, do you need a drink? Do you want to go to the bathroom? Bathroom yeah. break. We'll watch your table for you. Yeah, I'm so glad that I like Keen Spot. I don't think I would have ever found that. And there's that other artist that's doing the, what is it called? The boy. Boy near the aromatic. <laughs> the, that art, that artist is very influenced. Well, very Klaus like. Yeah, for sure. He's a little, a little more on the manga side. Yeah. But definitely in the same vein. Some of their covers, I have trouble deciphering. Which one it is. Yeah, which yeah. one it is because they're similar. Yeah, there. <clears throat> so this mindset. Uh, I'll read the back matter to at least tell you what it says. When an introverted tech geek accidentally discovers mind control, he and his friends do something unexpected. They put the science into the app to help users break their technology addiction. But as their mindset app achieves a dangerous cult following, lies and conspiracy and murder come into light. Are they helping people or controlling them? And this is not, I think that's the, like the overall series blurb. That's not what happens in this issue. It's yeah, kind of like, the setup main, of it. it's mainly the kid set up in school. I, I found it interesting though how, He's so smart and he was going to fail his classes like he wasn't going to graduate because he was so into this app that he wasn't even showing up for his lab work and Yeah, his so he, he had this lab that he still needed to do and he's like and it's like the last day everyone's going off to parties and stuff. But he didn't he like have to beg like the teacher the, to the like TAs. keep the lab open. They were they yeah. were TAs oh, the TA. so he could finish oh, yeah, the just, lab. Yeah, he tracked him down, right? Yeah. <laughs> he said, "You got to let me in the lab. I got to do I got to finish the the last lab, or else I'm gonna fail. Yeah, and in the the lab is that you you watch the screen that has like stuff on the screen, and there's like a certain tone, to, different tones that are playing because they're trying to figure out if there's a combination of sights and sounds that trigger, uh, uh, well, basically make you like follow. What what is the word I'm looking for? Percept. Makes you susceptible to uh, commands or uh, yeah, you know, yeah. 
God, what am I? You say it, Mike. <laughs> Susceptible to commands. I'm, I'm failing. My words are failing me. Yeah, to to influence. So, so he's uh, uh, he's, what do they he's call watching it? brainwashing or what are you trying to say? Yeah, not really brainwashing. So he's watching the screen and listening to the tones, and then here's the command: drop the cup, and he drops his cup, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Because I think it, it seemed to be like the experiment was just like randomly assign, like picking images and randomly picking sounds. Yeah. And they're trying to build up a database, like which of these combinations, trying to find a combination that makes people susceptible. Mm-hmm. And he found it and he's like, holy shit. And then he has mind control. And then all the, the TA guys and the guys that are there are like, we have something. <laughs> Yeah, do they all like I'll try it? I can't remember. Let's do it again. Becoming a billionaire, killing my investor. I don't know, that's crazy. There's a lot to think about in this issue, which I liked. Um Yeah. Well like when they're when he, yeah, he t- so he tests on one of the other <laughs> students or TAs or whatever and he's like, Okay, here, hold your keys and don't drop them. No matter what, don't drop your keys. He's like, are you going to drop them? He's like, no. And he's like, for sure, you won't drop them, right? He's like, no, I'm not going to drop my keys. Then he plays the the sound. And he's like, drop your keys. And he drops his keys. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this is, this is really good. I like this one. Yeah. I, th- I think what happened I is I understood this one, kind of where they're going with it. And then I read radio. I think the order in which I read things influenced me. Um, Could be, yeah. But that was our last uh, book. Our last book? It is. That's the last one in my stack. My stack is run dry. We'll have another four issues of Spawn to cover. We could add those. And there was a couple of them that I wanted to throw out there and see if you bought them. Um, shipments. Let me log in. All right, what you got? Uh, Cradle of Filth. Did you buy that one? You know, I don't think so. Let me. Have you heard that band? Yes. What are your thoughts? I like their old stuff. I found I found I I listened to some old stuff and some new stuff. And I think I like their new stuff better. But uh, <laughs> that's where we they differ. Have, they've that's gotten where... less black metally and more. They're more in control. More mainstreamy, yeah. And I think that's where I like liked them more. They even had that... a female singer come on on one of their songs. Nah. Do they sometimes have a female singer? Or, uh, no. I don't know them enough to know. Okay, so you didn't get that one. No, I, I have not delved my toe into that world yet. I'm waiting for a band that I like. 
I might have ordered something of those. But you could but... be missing a bunch of stories that are by they're, the creators. They're expensive, like... though. They're expensive. Well, Disturbed isn't. And that one had a Todd McFarlane cover. What's wrong with you? Um, Didn't know that. Let's see. Did you get Sandman Universe Nightmare Country number one? That was a James Tynan. Tinian. Tiny Onion. Tiny. What is it called? Sandman? Sandman Universe Nightmare Country. Sure, I did. Yeah, I got that. All right, let's do that. Is that recent? That's uh, oh, yeah, a couple months ago. A couple months ago. You should have it. Yeah, we read that and prepare for the new Sandman series. i got to decide if I want to do a Sandman read-through before the, the, t- the TV show. Watching the TV show. We have Sulphur Wells. Uh, the other one I wanted to throw out there is Superman Space Age number one. You might be getting that this week. What's it called? Superman, Superman? Space Age number one. Oh, is that the uh, Mark Russell book? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All if right. I... Yeah, I should have that. You'll have me. it by the time we can record because <laughs> I'm going to be off. So speaking of, uh, are you still looking for comics to add? Uh, so far we have one, two, four, six. You get three. Seven, eight, nine. Oh, I forgot so far we have spawns. nine. Spawns. You could throw in one or two more. I'd be go for oh, I it. Think, isn't there going to be an ant too? Is that going to be out by then? Maybe not. That, that one I don't month. know. I wouldn't trust it. No, I think that's next month. That would be at number three or four, right? Yeah, I think it's number four. Uh, I don't know. You could throw in a Jungle Comics. We haven't run, read any of those in a long time. There aren't very many of them. Where yeah, do we but... leave off? I don't even know where we left off. Let me check. We... I guess I can see what I read. Jungle Comics. Where do I have Jungle Comics? Up. We left off with number four. Jungle. Jungle Comics. One, two, three. Yeah, we read up to three, right? We read up to four. I don't have a review of four. Are you sure? Oh, wait, four. No, I didn't read four. I don't think I, but maybe we did. We have four. We have five and six. We can talk about. Okay, we can do five and six. Six might you might be getting. Oh yeah, you might be getting in your next six and seven next next shipment. Oh, seven coming next time. Apparently. So we got, let's do, what is it, five and six? Yeah, we can do five and six. 
that'll get get us. So we're we're very close to being caught up on jungle, on jungle and horror. We're getting yeah. be, we're getting behind in planet, although there's not a lot of them. Yeah, there's not a lot of planets. And exciting, we're, we're probably the most behind. Exci- exciting, we're real behind because we haven't even read that annual. That exciting. Oh yeah, the uh, annual. Annual, yeah. And exciting pumps them out the fastest. Like that's. Yeah, that's the most regular. It's weird though because horror comics started off as my least favorite. And it's become my most, like, just over the last few issues. Yeah. And... Well, yeah, they pu- pushed out that gold for two issues. Yeah. Well, they had that Ninja Ono too, which was really good. Oh yeah, that was. That was... Oh, God. But I but I had already read it because I kickstarted it. I did like the fact that it was black and white, though, because I got a different experience. Yeah. Like, I, I had the color version, and I think I like the black and white version better. That's oh, That black and white art was so good. Oh, well, I'm so... starting to like black and white art way more. Like, like I think the colorist takes out something. <laughs> At least in, the, like, if they had color... Yeah, it depends on the art, I think. If the they artist, colorized that Dracula, it wouldn't have been the same. Oh, that'd suck. That yeah. Suck. <laughs> there's there's no way. Yeah, you would have obfuscated too much. There's too much detail in that yeah. line. All right, so it's time to talk about what we watched. Yeah. I got a new exercise show. What? Well, I guess I should say I finished uh, Sarah. <laughs> that was crazy ending, huh? So I know now I know who killed Sarah. But they have an exact clone of her <laughs> and, yes, and her daughter. <laughs> she grew fast though. Like, how did they accelerate her growth? Well, it's been. Yeah, I don't know how many years he was in jail for. Well, they were like, in their years or so. Would right? you say they were in their upper teens when they were at the? Boat? Yeah, yeah, I would say. And so then when he I got out of prison, so. he was more in his thirties. Yeah, I'd say so. So, so are, are we looking at fifteen, 15 years, years, maybe? Yeah. So she and she was about fifteen. No, she looked. I don't know. She looks like eighteen. Well, maybe it was eighteen. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it it tracked okay. Yeah, that definitely got crazy though. At the end, lots of uh, gun gunplay at the, at the in the, <laughs> the final episodes. Yeah, they were bad people though. Like the the one thing that the show made me. How could I say this? I hated the mom more than I did the father at the end of the show. Yeah, by the end, yeah. And that I would I would have never where... saw that coming, but what she did to right. her son that was awful, Bill. That was horrible. That oh my god! So <laughs> it was so bad. She totally just used him. But yeah, the father, the father's one of those characters that he starts out horrible, but then they show his redeeming qualities as the show goes on. Yeah, and the and mother the they make her forget, worse you, and worse. You forget, yeah, you forget. <laughs> how horrible he was at the start. Yeah, but the mother is the opposite, where she was sympathetic at the start, but by the end, you, you see her true colors. 
I mean, the father is still awful. Like, he left his family for riches, and then they started siphoning the okay. money, and then he comes back <laughs> yeah. because I mean, they the, stole yeah, his the money. Yeah, the father was running a... Uh, a, 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 a what's it called? Sex slave, slave trading. Trade, sex slave yeah. trading, yeah. <laughs> Empire, so... Yeah, he's no good. But he does love his family. <laughs> I think he I think he loved his son, his gay son, more than he did the mom did. I don't think the mom like God, she what she did I, I think is absolutely horrible. She took his money and then throws him away in this insane asylum. Basically. It's, it's awesome. That's terrible. It is. <laughs> Yeah, for, first you get made like a what's the what's the word for when you take over someone's finances? I can't think of the term. Yeah. She basically takes yeah, takes over his finances and then entirely uh, gets him locked up and moves into his moves into his house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she basically just took his whole life. Yeah. But then I, so I finished that and I switched over to, I decided to uh, watch the new season of uh, Umbrella Academy since it just dropped. So I'm watching that now. Well, you're ahead of me on there because you're on season three. Yeah, season three. It's good. I like season three. Are they based on any comics or are they past that? Right. I, I never read any of the comics except for number one. Ah, <laughs> uh, I, so I, I have took, no idea. I, I took a break from from uh, Lost in Space, and I I moved on to like horror movies and such. But uh, me and Barb watched a movie called Interceptor. That wasn't a horror movie, but it, it was a good movie. Like I enjoyed it. It's an action movie about the 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 missiles that go after missiles the interceptors and right. this guy is going to start a nuclear war on the United States and basically nuke portions of the US and there's the interceptor kind of like facility in the middle of the ocean and middle of nowhere and uh they try to take over that too because they know they have the interceptors and there's one uh, captain in the the Air Force that sits between them and total annihilation of the United States and uh, it turns out to be a pretty good pretty good uh, show I liked it quite a bit um, what was that so on that was on Netflix okay and then I watched a show called Room 203, which is a horror movie. It has to do with like Celtic, uh, pagan type rituals, and uh, these two females move into this apartment as she's going to go to school, and her friends and trying to become an actress. And uh, there's like this weird hole in the wall, like a glory hole, except it's way high. And they can't patch it. How am I supposed it. to get my dick in there? Yeah, they can't patch it. Like everybody that goes to try to fix this hole 
it just reforms. They can't. She tries to put like a picture, or a mirror it over it, it up, and it, yeah. it doesn't work. And uh, somebody puts their arm into it and grabs like, cuts their arm, and they find this like piece of jewelry. And whoever wears that jewelry, they kind of become like possessed, and they usually kill themselves and whoever's with them. But because the friend who's the actress is sort of suicidal already, like it doesn't quite work. Like it's it, it's supposed to work, but it doesn't. And but it still turns out to be a horror movie, and uh, it was it was pretty good. Like I, I thought it was okay. That was on Hulu. And then I watched a show called The Ledge. This one I liked more. This was uh, kind of more like a thriller horror. But I find this stuff more scary than some horror horror shows. But this is horror like if you decide to go to a cabin. Like, uh, oh, we'll have a nice weekend at the cabin. And you get classic. next to the wrong people. The classic uh, horror. Yeah, these trope. two, these two people. These two women are going to go cliff, you know, climbing cliffs, rock climbing. And uh, a bunch of young guys get the cabin next to them. And they get in a situation where there's like a rape. And one of the guys kills one of the girls. And then she takes a picture of it. And then it's sort of like them after her on on a rock like going after her and that was that was really cool that was a ledge and that was on hulu and i think i watched one more but i can't remember i did start watching uh what's it called united states of terra which is a older show or mid mid 2000 that's the. Uh, have you seen that? Is it T E R R A? T A R A. T A. It's the one. It's a Diablo Cody series. I think it's on Showtime, starring Tony Collette. No, it doesn't sound familiar at all. It's one where Tony Collette. It's like a comedy. Well, it's like a Diablo Cody comedy style comedy. Where Tony Collette plays a, a a woman. She's married, has two kids, and she has uh, multiple personality disorder. So she, there's I think there's four different characters that she manifests. So at different points in the show, she becomes these different characters. And it's really good. But Tony Collette is is an amazing actor and able to embody these other characters she plays. That's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. I forgot the other one that I I really enjoyed. Uh, It was another horror one on Hulu. This one was kind of unique because I didn't know what it was going to be about. I just knew it had the actor that was Winter Soldier in the Avengers movies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's called Fresh, and it's kind of like dating horror, if you will. And uh, that was really good. <laughs> like, I don't want to say what this is about, because I think part of the surprise is 
is yeah, the twist is or whatever. The twist. And yeah. if you know what the twist is, I think it's going to bias like don't right, read it'll, a, it'll, don't it'll read it. If you're going to watch viewing. if you're going to watch fresh, don't don't read a review don't or don't mm. um don't go in thinking it's other than a dating so horror movie go, because it turns blind, into something. Yeah. yeah, going blind. Uh, but that one I enjoyed quite a bit. Barb Barb and I both watched that one. Um, that was that was really good. That was a searchlight uh, film. There's also another film called Not Okay, which is another searchlight artsy fartsy movie, but I haven't finished it yet, and I'm I'm liking that. But that's not a horror movie. That's about a. Uh, what do they call those people that are media influencers? I guess they're influencers, but they work for like yeah, they call them media influencers. But they like work for like an organization that has a bunch of them. Do you know what I mean? They're like the inquirer of influencers. They have like a website that has oh, we have a drug influencer tells people how to smoke pot and we have a uh, Yeah, uh, so they work for a Yeah, they work for a company. Well, this is yeah. about uh, influencers and this girl that works there, but she's a photo um, kind of journalist and she wants to become a real journalist. And she makes up a lie that she goes to Paris and there's a terrorist attack over there at the exact same time she decides to go. And she goes with the lie and I don't know how it's going to turn out, but it doesn't look like it's going to turn out good. But uh, that's a pretty interesting movie. So I've been watching a lot of Hulu movies. You, you'll see I I jump like you get stuck on something. Well, I get stuck on the streaming service. So like if I'm in Disney, I stay in Disney for a while, and if I'm in Hulu, I stay yeah I stay on Hulu. Yeah, what they have, and uh, Barb and I recently just started watching The Boys, and that's incredible, man. I have not delved into The Boys yet. I I, I love it. Like I. I really love it. I think it's amazing. Uh, it, uh, I read the comic book, but I think I like the show better. <laughs> yeah, I never read the comic, even though I have a bunch of issues of it. Well, I remember it was at DC Wildstorm, and they dumped it because it was too it was too vile, and then Dynamite got it. And it's done like gangbusters for Dynamite. Like even the guy Nick, whatever his name is, that runs Dynamite is like, yeah, the boys has killed it for us. Like it's made them enough money to to do all kinds of other stuff. So cool. I, I, yeah, think, no. I think Dynamite's doing well. Like I think having the boys in there. I mean, it would help if they had a a boys comic currently coming out. But all yeah, the trades the and the collections, yeah. and uh, they're doing gangbusters for them. That allows them plus yeah, that plus Kickstarter's it. allows them to to make money. Yeah, I think are they doing the uh, Mark Wade hardcovers? Like, yeah, they're doing the no, that's Boom. Invincible. Oh, it's Boom. Okay. Yeah, I can remember who published that. But they're kickstarting those. Yeah. Which is smart. Like, I can't believe 
social media went after Archie <laughs> publishers. I mean, comic shops went after him when they tried to to kickstart stuff. All these and, other ones are, and now it's like the norm, no right? Problem it's like it. the norm. Oh, my flesh eating cheerleaders is going to uh, previews finally. Yeah, I saw I saw you tweet that out. Oh, I love that comic book. That's great. I'm yeah, I've read to, through issue four I'll on that, that one. Up. one. No, the one thing I do like, and I'm not sure which one I saw it on. It might have been the uh, the Boom, Mark Wade hardcovers, where in the on the Kickstarter itself it says, "This will be available in previews later, but this is your only chance to get a, the special Kickstarter edition or whatever." Yeah. So when they do something like that, I'm like, "What? Well, that's fine," you know. They're they're clearly stating. That they're going to be releasing it, and this is your this is for this is the version for people who want the exclusive version. And see, I always look at it, and I'm I'm not that I'm not that DVD guy that wants the extras. Like I'll like mm-hmm. I like to have extras and the like deleted scenes, and oh here's the if you want to watch the unthe the, the, the what a theatric how do you say that word. <laughs> Theatrical theatrical release, like the one that's not was released at the theaters. Yeah, if you want to see the director's cut or yeah, I like that, but I don't like to to listen to a director talk. I I don't like the behind the scenes stuff. I think you like that more, but um, yeah, depends on if it's a show. If it if it's that kind of material that's in the back of the the Kickstarter, I don't care. Yeah, Um, I just never into you probably. You're probably like me, where if I'd rather like a, save the forty percent and wait. Yeah, you don't care about the exclusive cover or whatever that's Kickstarter only. I think the only time you could ever get me to do that is if it was a Todd McFarlane exclusive Kickstarter cover, or an Eric Larson exclusive Kickstarter oh. cover. <laughs> if it was a Rob Liefeld, I wouldn't trust to get my Kickstarter cover. <laughs> So I wouldn't do it, uh, even though I I would go for it if I would be guaranteed it. But I know a lot of people that still haven't gotten their brigades or whatever he did in Kickstarter. So, like, yeah, there's certain things that would make me go. There might be, like, a Tim V. Hill cover that I am really into. Like, I really want more Tim V. Hill in my life. <laughs> I do. I gotta, don't. It looks you so. You gotta follow crazy. him on Instagram. I don't have an Instagram account. Create an Instagram account so just so you can see. I think you can probably see his stuff without having an account. But he, yeah, he he publishes all because he does like commissions or whatever or sketches and he yeah. puts, puts them up. Yeah, it's awesome. He he posts a lot of stuff. It's really amazing, amazing stuff to see. Is good. Yeah, I, I'm. That's why I was so happy when the mail came yesterday, and I had a Tim V Hill because I forgot. Like I, that was been. That's got to be a year and a half or longer on that thing. I was waiting for that. And, uh, yeah, I I just didn't remember doing it. So I was like, every now and then I'm I'm surprised. <laughs> <You get> surprised. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, what is this? That's like when. I get a DCBS box and I'm like, okay, what what did I order? 
Yeah, for you it's a little different. I kind of know because I listen to what's coming out this week type podcasts, and I like I kind of know what I'm going to be getting. Okay, so you know what's getting released yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm always blind and never know. Well, I listen to comics for fun and profit. Sometimes I'm on it. I'm going to be on I've, the next one too. I've but, heard you uh, on it. Wow, you're a regular now. No, I just I sub with Eric, so like me and Eric will alternate when Kyle's on vacation. Yeah. We had a three-hour episode, though. It was long. I saw I'm like, dang. <laughs> who, who can listen to an episode? I tried to listen to it, but it was just too long. It's too long, yeah. No one can listen to an episode that long. I can't believe podcasters ha- are so insensitive. <laughs> That's right. They don't to put don't out long podcasts. Don't they have any consideration the that other listeners want to listen to other stuff? Like I know. There's other podcasts time? out there, dude. Who has time to spend five hours listening to a podcast a show that's like who ridiculous. would who would even put out a show that's five hours who like, would put out a show knowing that no one's going to listen to it that's, that's right ridiculous. that's a why would they waste their time it's, I, I don't know assholes that's saying assholes, assholes that's that. true yeah yeah. It's ingrate ingrates. And, and it's also they they take up so much space on people's phones like that's just I know, and the, ban- yeah. the bandwidth alone. Yeah. They probably ridiculous. even going to, if they're streaming it, they get charged. They could potentially get charged. They should get charged. Yeah, they should. Because <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> they should go broke. They should go broke. <laughs> being such morons. All right, yep. you've been listening to. <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to a three-hour podcast, Mike. With a couple of Bill Bomer. <laughs> So, uh, any other shows you want to plug? Or, or movies? Oh, I did watch the... Uh, we went to see Thor. Oh, that was... Yeah, what'd you think? Liked it. Didn't like it as much as the last one. But right. it, was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, I did you go like with it. your son? Yeah. Him, did him, he like it? Well, Yeah, we all liked it. The only, my only complaint about it is it seemed like the story itself was kind of just straightforward. There wasn't a lot of twists and turns or anything. Can't you say that about every Thor movie? I don't know. Maybe. No. <laughs> Almost I, every superhero movie, I kind of like... Yeah, I mean... I could guess the end. I mean... how it's going to end up. <laughs> True. But I did enjoy, and uh, I don't know, there were, there were certain things in it that were question marks for me in terms of, like, it opens with Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. but then they're never in it again, so it's like, what was the point of, that seems like an expensive scene to have for no reason. I think it was eye candy, I, I personally Think. Yeah, so they could say, "Hey, well, Guardians of the Galaxy is in it." Well, yeah, it's like it. I think the Guardians of the Galaxy are a draw, so it's like, yeah, I would draw people to go see them, even though they're hardly in it, and they're kind of like done in a comedic way to show, like they don't care about Thor, and he's just he's just a thorn in their side, kind mm-hmm. of. 
you know. Yeah, they got better things to do than yeah. hang out with Thor. But in all fairness, it like they had that one adventure, and it's like Thor kind of did it all by himself, you know? I like the Jane Foster part. I thought they did that really well. Uh, the God Butcher yeah, was a, the God Butcher is interesting. Um, I like that. I like the way it opened up. The, the Zeus scenes were good. I think Russell Crowe was a good Zeus. I I had trouble with him as Zeus though because I I wanted a more serious. This was yeah, like was this was like bring up fat fat. <laughs> Zeus, bring on the orgies kind of guy, you know. <laughs> At the end, the tone changed, though, like on the extra. Did you stay and watch the extras? Yeah. Yeah, he kind of changed, like, he became pissed off Zeus. Yeah, true. And he's like, I'm going to fucking release, you know, my son. <laughs> Well, I that like the liked that was that before part. the extras, wasn't it? I think that was just at the end. No, it might have been at the end. Yeah. I don't yeah, even they, remember what the extras go... were. The first one was the Hercules oh, was one. was one of them have to do with the little girl? Was that an extra, or is that how it ended? I don't remember. The God Butcher. Oh, that was the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the I end. Thought where... the, I thought the Hercules was one of the extras. There were two extras. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, the girls the, at the end. And the, yeah, before that, they, at some, somewhere in the, near the end, they jump back to, to Zeus. To show, well, to show that he was. He wasn't alive. dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I remember the other extra. Yeah. Okay, there were two extras. One was the Zeus, and then one was the other one. And then the little girl one was just how the show ended, the movie ended. Right. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more, though, because I watched them all together. I think I wouldn't have liked it as much if I didn't. Yeah, you might have picked up on stuff that. Yep. I got to try a banana cream pie shake at Whataburger, which has huge lines. And uh, we finally went to go get the shake because uh, my brother-in-law kept speaking of them, and they were it was really good. We we didn't wait in the the drive through line because it was at least I, I don't know it looked like a twenty minute wait we went inside and got it which still had a big line but Waterburger I don't know if it's Texas based or where it came from but it, it's prominent in Albuquerque so I'm happy that they have it it's just far up north so we'll never go to it until they come out a little I like it way better than In and Out Burger like there there's like fans that just go nuts with In-N-Out Burger and it's I I don't even yeah. like In-N-Out Burger but uh, Whataburger I do like and the only thing I'm bummed out is 
In Albuquerque, you can go to McDonald's and get green chili on your burger. You can go to Wendy's. You can go to Whataburger, and you can't get that here. That sucks. So, um, yeah, you can get jalapeno, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of bummed out about that. And then uh, we tried um, some, is it Annabelle's beans? Or it was something. It's like a Mexican food place. But uh, it was in Monument, which is at least a half-hour drive from here. And we went to that, and uh, they had horchata on tap, which is interesting. Never seen that before, really? but it was all you can drink. <laughs> uh, all you can drink from the the soda fountain kind of horchata, which mm. was really good because I just refilled and refilled and refilled. I probably drank about – probably weigh at least – eight pounds heavier than I did. <laughs> and and then I had that banana shake, but I had a stuffed burrito that was really good. And there, uh, there's not too many Mexican food places here that are new Mexican influenced. And okay. this, uh, this place is. So uh, they even had like the New Mexico Lobos banners all over there. And, okay. Yeah. So uh, their style of chili for people was, who are looking for that kind of food. Yeah, there's well, there's kind of a rivalry between New Mexico chili and green, like Colorado chili, which <laughs> I wouldn't even call it chili, but yeah, that seems uh, like a strange rivalry. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a rivalry, so not a lot of people get hatch hatch green chili because that's from New Mexico, but these guys get their hatch green chili, so that was really good. So. They get trucks regularly bringing them deliveries yeah. of hatch. Yeah, well, there's another place called Doug's here that gets their red chili from Chimayo, New Mexico, and their green chili from Hatch. So we really like those places. Yeah. Um, but most of it's – Colorado chili is not bad. It's just not as – I don't know, in my opinion, not as flavorful or hot. But uh, – I'm biased because I'm I'm I lived in New Mexico, so right, it's what you know. It's like the love. whole yeah, it's what the food I love. But we've been trying a lot of different uh, uh, restaurants lately. Last week we went to a new a New York style pizza place that was really good. Mm-hmm. It seems like every weekend we're going to a new restaurant. We there's this. Um, Facebook group called COS Foodies and uh it's really influential in terms of like 80% of the people really sort of have gone to all these restaurants and they kind of have like legit reviews like so we've been using that app or the Facebook app to to find a lot of new yeah, places to, to go to yeah. and it's, well, it's... I'm guessing your area has a lot of you know, up and coming or HIPAA restaurants. Yeah, non-chain, I would say. Yeah. Um, type restaurants. Yeah. Artesian. What was that bean place called? Arlene's Beans. I said Annabelle's Beans is Arlene's Beans. Arlene's Beans. Arlene's Beans in Monument. That was good. But, uh, yeah, we've been really happy happy with trying new restaurants let's go cool. 
So anything else you have you tried near restaurants? You kind of eat the same thing every day. <laughs> Not really. Yeah. You remind me of this guy I work with. He eats like broiled chicken and carrots every day, and that's all he eats. I'm like, no wonder you're so skinny because it's like that's so boring that yeah, if I if if I ate boring. that every day, I would not look forward to lunch. Like I would even skip lunch a couple of days because I'd be like, I am so sick of this shit. But <laughs> it works for him. It's yeah, cool. It's I cool because, stuff, but at least it's more interesting than yeah, boiled chicken and carrots. And carrots. I I've turned on most of my small groups, my most of the team that I work with, onto Taco Burgers, and uh, we go to uh, Taco Burgers like every other week. So uh, that's cool. Yeah. Gets us out Get of the office. Yeah. Taco Tuesday. Do you usually go out for lunch or? No, I usually bring lunch like 90%, yeah. 95% of the time. Yeah. But I don't bring that's the, the same things every every day. Every day. Oh, but it's mistake. it's it's nice to get out of the office every now and then to. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're out of the office every day, so. That's right. It's not for me. It's nice to get in the office once in, yeah, once in a while. Yeah, to get in the office. <laughs> Actually, it's not. I haven't. I haven't been there, and I should probably go in one of these days. Yep. All right. Well, unless you guys, ha unless you have anything else, we could wrap this one up early. All right. Let's do it. Let's give those listeners a break. They'll be like. They wisened up for once. Oh, they those still morons. have quite a bit of shit. I thought we'd be yeah, done still... in two hours, and it's already encroaching on noon here. We started at 8.30 prompt. It's yeah. it's going to be almost, go. it's over three hours. It's just about, just a little over three hours. Just like those assholes. <laughs> That do four and five hour podcasts. We're nothing like those assholes <laughs> at our three, three and a half hours. And I even forgot, I got so engrossed in this podcast, I forgot people, our video listeners, to click the like and subscribe on YouTube. Oh, I forgot to turn on my camera. Oh, never mind. Son of what happens if I turn on, uh, click on the camera button right now? No, I was recording you though. You just didn't show any of your stuff. <laughs> oh. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't notice the light was on. <laughs> turn video on. I'm afraid to hit that button. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, so I don't know if you, you'll have to coordinate something if you want to do a previews podcast because. Our podcast will be really, really, really late if we do it. Okay, yeah, just let me you'll, just let me know when you're not available. Not avail. I'm available next weekend. You're not available, and then the weekend after is when I'm gone. You're not available. 
Yeah, for about, I don't know, six days. All right, we'll figure it out. Otherwise, we can do it on the 21st. Yes, it just means I'll have to put it out faster. Yeah, put it out fast so people can get their orders in. Get their orders in. I keep wanting to reduce it, and I think I could do it, but, man, I just haven't been good lately. It was rough for me last month. I think I was a little bit over, but not <laughs> But I think over. I think there's a couple of, like, there's there's one of the image books that we talked about in image anthology, and I, I don't think I'm going to get that because I'm just not liking it as much. But um, Oh, one of, the, one of the books from the anthology? Yeah. Well, that's actually pretty good last month. Oh, hopefully with cost? Yeah. Hopefully I didn't cut out anything at the last minute that I'm going to regret. Well, of course I did. That's a given. <laughs> I don't know where my where I got high because I was low on the high-end items. But there must be something. I must be getting a lot of those Lady Death comics or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> a lot we'll of the mid-ticket items. Yeah, it's one of those 14ers, or I don't know what's going on. But I'm going to try to try to be good this time. I only see, like, two collected editions that I want, so... Oh, that's good. I mean, there's a lot that I want, but two that I feel like I have to get. <clears throat> so it's not too bad. But there, I, the DC catalog, holy crap, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of new stuff. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a lot of new Batman. Well, let's see. What, there's like what, two, there's like two, like, Gotham comics coming out. So, it, it, there's a lot. And then there's that new Dano, like, the, the actor that played the Riddler. He's going to be writing a comic book, and that's coming out. Uh, There's a lot of Batman stuff. Holy crap. Why are they there, bringing a lot up then? Is there a movie coming out or something? Not that I know of. I, I just think they're pumping out Batman. They know where the money's at, just I guess. That, yeah, that makes the money. Yep. There's a milestone documentary on HBO Max for anybody that has HBO Max that I really want to watch that I'm going to queue up. What is it? Milestone Comics documentary. Oh, yeah, I did see a, a picture of that. What's yeah. that on? HBO Max? HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to see that eventually. Yep. All right. That would let's... be a good see. That, that would be something I'd buy on DVD for the extras. Oh yeah, if it was that kind of. I like comic book stuff, like yeah. documentaries. Because if they have extra stuff and <laughs> behind the scenes stuff, that's different to me yeah, than getting a commentary track, directory commentary. Yeah, which I usually don't care. Yeah, makes sense. All right, let's wrap this guy up. I can right. maybe convince Barb to give me a haircut, but uh, she's on the phone with Daryl, and they're talking about their prison sex show. Um, 
So I don't know if I can convince. They talk about prison sex. Oh yeah, that, I, I remember yeah. talking about that. Yeah, prisoners. They're real. That's like their favorite thing on the world. Prisoners banging, banging their groupies. Yeah, they like to see people that get out of prison just sort of release their genitalia on society. <laughs> and they talk about releasing the genitalia on society for hours. So. Well, they've been waiting for so long. This is. Yeah, they and there's like a, to release the genitalia. A, a, a new season to release the genitalia. I think it's called Prison Sex is the show on. Yeah, season five, right? I don't know. They're probably on season 10 now. Season 10. Wow, they're going to. Daryl doesn't even read comics. Like, I can't talk to Daryl anymore because he doesn't read comics anymore. I saw that he hates comics now. He hates comics. He, he says that's for children, is what he tells me. He says, those are for children. He didn't even know that JK had a new comic coming out. No, he didn't. I had to tell him. That was embarrassing. I, I had to tell him that his best friends... It's its not just JK, it's Chris Kapiniak. <laughs> I mean, guys that come out with comic books, and he doesn't even care. Like, his best friends his best are pumping friends out, out comic, comic books, book. and I have to tweet him to say, hey... Hey, bro, your best friends are putting out a comic book. Maybe you should look. <laughs> he, he's like, I know, you, I know no. you hate comics, but you should check this out, maybe. I bet he'd come into comics if they made the prison sex comic book. Ah, like there just that. needs to be more prison genitalia. Yes, it's all about the prison genitalia released well, on the public. Maybe, you know, too bad Boundless can bring out prison genitalia comics. He'd probably be like, Hmm, maybe <laughs> Are you okay? What happened? Did you fall? I fell down the stairs. Oh, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds like... Do you have a beard? No. Oh, okay. It sounded like your beard got caught up in the mic there. Uh, well, we were talking about getting genitalia out. Oh, so, so it was your pubes. Some pubes, yeah. <laughs> it, was your, it was your big old bush. So, sorry about that. <laughs> It, it like unwound too far and yeah I, we should stop talking about rushed against the mic prison pubes and uh <laughs> let's let's move on to to get i could get a haircut cut my pubes yeah go get your pubes trimmed yeah it's nice right. Barb does that for you that's it let's let's rock this and All right. uh, how could they reach us bill you've been listening to geek brunch podcast we are available at www.geekbrunchpodcast.com. You can uh, search for old episodes. If you want to see if we talked about a comic, you can just type it right in the search, and it'll queue up the next that uh, <laughs> the appropriate el- episode. You can find us on Twitter's. I am DBM00, and Mike is at Mike Myers Brunch. And other places too. Oh, Facebook. Yeah. Go to Facebook. For Geek Brunch Podcast. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. I think you did it. I'm impressed that you sometimes remember that. I always remember. Yeah. You can't remember the comic you read 15 minutes ago, but at least you remember. Hey, are you going to put like. 
on your comic Hogan. book oh, geek brunch oh. podcast productions or anything or are you just gonna put anything i don't know yet it'd be fun uh, uh, it'd be fun to put geek brunch comics on there yeah <laughs> we just need a logo <laughs> yeah no, one more thing right <laughs> <laughs> i'll put it on the list of yes things to work on yeah I should make a contest, like a, a logo contest. Somebody do the logo contest for for uh, the guesser, and whoever wins <laughs> will get a a signed copy <laughs> of the wow. guesser. Free. How could you not enter? There you go. So uh, we'll put that out there if anybody's listening. And see what happens. But our right. three, our three listeners might want to do that. Excited! That's good. Good odds. One out of three. Unless those people hung up after we after your www.geekbrushpodcast.com. Oh yeah, they might have. They, they might have. have yeah, they might have stopped the episode. Stopped there. the episode and went on saying, "God damn, this thing never just ends. It just keeps finally on going." Finally. Yeah. We're coming right up on the three and a half hour point mark. We take away so much time out of people's day. <laughs> when you think about it, it's a shame. It's a shame that people. Yeah. Have, have we have no this. consideration for other podcasters. Like we're taking Screw them, them away. From... Screw them. Fuck them, guys. Right. <laughs> don't listen to those fuckers. <laughs> what? You don't even need to listen to anything else. You could just tune in to Geek Brunch uh, yeah, party line and all week. you have enough hours of entertainment and you could hang up on everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> that is our advice to you. <laughs> because we're considerate and don't want you to waste your time. Yeah. We give you everything you need here. You can get some fresh air. <laughs> so listening to those shitheads. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to splice your comments and just take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, look at these assholes. <laughs> look what they're saying about other people. Yeah. Well, fuck those guys, right? That's right. Go read <laughs> comics instead of listening to those assholes. Yeah, don't waste your time. Go read comics. Go buy Endangered. Go get some horror comics. Oh, get the Dracula. Those Italians could do some damn art. That's all I have to say. Oh, gosh, so good. Yeah. We need more Italian Dracula. Yeah, so, I wish there was more. More Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> I need more Momoa Dracula. Riding on a horse. Living in... In the sun. In the west. That's right. All right, talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.